0: Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla
1: Show on
0: Podcast One.
1: Rocket Mortgage Confidence. Support for The Adam Carolla Show comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Why can't clients get approved in minutes, not weeks? Or make adjustments to their rate and term in real time? Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans answered those questions and more. It gives you the confidence to buy a home or refinance your existing loan. Fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. That's right. That's what Rocket Mortgage does. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. What else do you need to know? And again, these guys support the show and are great sponsors. So, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. To get started, just go to rocketmortgage.com slash Adam. That's rocketmortgage.com slash Adam. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states.
0: NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, comedian Felipe Esparza, with Gina Grad on news, Paul Brian on sound effects, and a round of tales from the chief, plus R.J. Bell with R.J.'s parlay. And now,
1: speaking his truth,
0: Adam Carolla.
1: Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for folks like Tommy John. Tommyjohn.com for uh, making this show possible. Some of the best. The best. Just wearing my Tommy Johns uh, today. I took the uh, dog for a nice long walk. Started raining. Had a situation. Had nothing to do with Tommy John. They did their part. I'll tell you what happened in a second. First, uh, good day, Gina Grad.
2: Good day, Mr. Carolla.
1: And Bald Brian. Free
2: as a magella.
1: <laughs> That's right.
2: Are you going to a wedding after the show?
1: I am uh, heading over to Kimmel's office for my first round of uh, Oscar writing.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Exciting.
1: um, These will be
3: monologues, bits, I assume, because the nominees are not out for another couple weeks.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you it's, kind of
3: another movies that people that might be involved, you know, you
1: get the idea that, uh, from the Golden Globes, right. what what stuff maybe which work, way the wind's blowing, which way the wind's blowing. Uh, but mostly what I'm writing to now are these cold opens and uh, bits mm-hmm. and things that uh, are top secret. So, as much as I'd love to tell everyone the jokes and the bits and the stuff. Uh, obviously, I can't say anything uh, about it because it's all going to be a surprise uh, come Oscar night. So, uh, Who
2: tied that tie for you?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's guy? a zipper tie.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Ah, so oh my God. He's not kidding. He's not kidding.
1: <laughs> no, I, I'd ordered. I'm uh, wearing a tie, and uh, I don't know how to make a tie, but I do know that they have ties that are somewhere, be, somewhere between a clip-on and tie go. it yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow, and, that's like what the strippers wear.
1: Yeah, now the thing I can't... <laughs> figure out about the zipper ties I'm not sure how the zipper part of it works There, mm-hmm. there is a zipper in the tail part what do they call the part of the tie that uh, hangs in over the main body of the tie
3: I mean it's all the tie you tie the, the tie yeah but yeah. It's the back of the tie, I've always been, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know anything ends, official. Uh, As yeah. uh, some official, it feels like there'd be like a yeah, you know, should like a be a name for your you know, so and so. Yeah. You
1: know, you need to tuck your so and so into your shirt or, or get a clip, mm-hmm. and, and then when you clip, you have to do the front and the so and so or like someone whatever. Her,
3: oh, you got the uh, the, uh, the duck feather showing. You know, like right, it's right. got some old timey term. or what something.
2: What is up with? I've never seen that before. I've never seen a zipper before on a tie.
1: Um, you know hangs out with real men. I I told.
3: I
2: worked in men's suiting for many years. Did you really? never, Yes. Oh. And on Rodeo. I've never seen this before.
1: Um, I told... Well, first, I know everything exists.
3: a <laughs> walks into the Rodeo Drive boutique. Excuse me. Where's your zipper tie
2: section?
1: <laughs> i like it
2: in a piano tie.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to invent anything. So I... It's just called the tale of the time. All right. Okay. Oh. So it says Max Madden. I looked up online. So... um I said to Matt Fondelier, I need, like, clip-on ties or faux ties or something like that. And uh, he said there's these things called zipper ties. And I said, okay. And then uh, they showed up in the mail. And it, it, it while it is true that the tail of the tie has a zipper, you don't unzip anything.
3: You can't really tell. You do
1: You loosen it up, mm-hmm. and then you huh. tighten it up. It's sort of just like a, a noose, a slipknot, but I don't know where the zipper, I can't figure out where the zipper part comes in because I'm not monkeying with the zipper. Yeah,
3: I don't think there's a proper Remington zipper, but it looks like it's just like a fat, or it's, it's along like a track almost? Yeah, I it's wonder why. It's a zipper
1: that goes along, a, Ooh. A, it's, it's 10 inches long and it goes down the middle of the tail of the tie. But Maybe,
2: I, maybe you can hide a house key in it.
1: I started to try to oh, unzip it. Zipper,
2: you're
3: right. I, saw, I didn't see the teeth. Was yeah, away. I started
1: to try to unzip it, and then sort of realize it's not what the action was.
2: Oh well, it looks the tie looks great. This the, is just a lot to learn. Right the now.
1: zipping
3: mechanism must be built into the knot of the tie because as you, un, you know what I mean, as you lower and raise it, it becomes zips uh, and unzipped. I'm now gonna un. Uh, now we gotta see. It. I don't
1: know. Okay, I, I've done this. <laughs>
3: Let me, give you, let me give you two pieces of advice. One, yes. keep that thing up tight, because when it's all it yeah. gets a little loose, you can tell that it's zipped and it looks strange. So keep right. it up as tight as you can. And also, uh look, look into uh tie clips, tie bars, because it's, gonna keep, oh, the, Brian loves it's gonna keep I love them and it's gonna keep the zipper part hidden.
1: You okay, know what uh, we're looking at an bar.
2: example. I'm not sure why. Oh is it just where the little zipper goes? That's how you mm. Well,
1: here's what we're saying. Here's here's what we're saying. This is good pot. Okay. <laughs> what we're saying is this. <laughs> They're called a zipper tie. But it's really just like a sliding noose tie, and the fact that there's a long zipper that runs all the way along the tail of the tie seems to be neither here nor there. Hmm. Like, you wouldn't need the zipper. Hmm. It would still do the exact same thing. It's just a tie that you slide on and and do this. Maybe it's a friction thing, or is it... Well, it it'll unzipping? never it will, it'll like,
3: never come untied, which which is the, the problem with the tie that you just loosen. Maybe you know that I mean? Follow I this up. Know, this is starting to get more complicated than just tying a tie, <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: like, like,
3: right? All right. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Looks and a tie that you just keep, uh, you know, you never untie, you just keep going loosening and unloosening, like most teenage boys do. Uh, How that dare will you? eventually ruin the tie because you know it's going to oh. keep it. It's going to keep it gripped forever. All right.
1: Well, uh we'll try to figure out what that is. Uh Philip Felipe Esparza, Felipe Sparza, I uh watched as I tell you guys, uh, organically, uh I when there's a stand-up special on Showtime or HBO, what what's what was his on? His was on uh HBO. HBO. His on HBO. I find myself I'll, I watch it and then it's sort of the the ultimate uh the ultimate test, which is I always catch it somewhere toward the front or in the middle or whatever it is. And I, if I stay with it for two minutes or I stay with it till the end. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty easy. If you're laughing and enjoying it and appreciate it, then you stay with it. So Everything I need to know. ran into it and I stayed with it. And I thought it was really funny. I thought his story was really uh, he has a really inspirational story. But the stuff is really funny. And uh, so I called Mike August and I said, Mike, book him. And uh, so uh, he'll be in here. I'll play a little clip because a lot of people might not be familiar with him. We'll play a little clip of him getting his uh, girlfriend pregnant in uh, <laughs> high school, I think is uh, our clip. Yeah, he had, he had, a, uh, he had a kid
3: in uh, high school. It uh, sounds like something like this.
5: Oh, man, I have three kids. I had my first son when I was in high school. I'll never forget the day she told me she was pregnant. It was pizza day on Wednesday. She was nervous. She said, Felipe, I'm pregnant. I picked up my lunch, went to another table. <laughs> I sent her a note. Are you pregnant? Yes, no, maybe. <laughs> all right, pick a color, are you pregnant? <laughs> it makes
3: the at all. It's the motion of those little flippy yeah. books.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to tell my mom that, you know? How do you tell your mom bad news like that, Mom? I got somebody pregnant, but I'm also not graduating high school, so. <laughs> mom, I have bad news, and wait, worser news.
1: Yeah, really honest, really funny, really interesting, compelling stuff. So uh, we'll bring him in, and I'm uh, glad to uh, see that. Uh, let's see, had this, uh, moment, uh, speaking of, um, I was telling you, I was heading my little, put my Tommy John's on this morning, I was taking, uh, Phil for a walk. Um, started pouring rain. Mm-hmm. I was doing this. I got my, uh, my, uh, I, Earbud, airbud, ear things, (laughs) whatever they are, airbuds. They (laughs) work nicely. Some combination (laughs) of that. Love that.
2: Great movie. There's
1: too many devices. And like I used to be a car guy. I am a car guy. And when people say to me now, no, I got the GT7R, Mm -hmm. I, I have to stop and go, I know everything about cars, but there's so many cars and so many variations of cars now that I have to think is that the Nissan? GT, you know everyone. There, there's so many cars, yeah. so many. You know, when we were a kid, it's like, what do you got? I got a Malibu, I got a Corvette. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's like we just, yeah, I'm right. we just had a Nova. We just had like three a Pinto. And they were like, fairly
3: I, distinctly named.
1: Yeah, and you could do like you had a Pinto or a Pinto wagon. You know, it was like pretty straightforward stuff. There are like seven cars to to remember. If it was and, a
3: Chevelle or a Chevette, you pretty much knew which family it fell into.
1: Right, and now it's all over the place. And it's this way with the devices as well. But I was walking Phil with the earbuds with now what I do is I put one earbud in because I'm not listening to music I was simply writing jokes with uh Matt the Porcelain Punisher D'Andrea I mean uh Matt the Porcelain Punisher (laughs) yeah Fondalier Fondalier. D'Andrea I was talking to earlier but anyway yeah I was writing jokes with him while I was walking and then like I, I had a I had a the paper that uh, Jimmy sent me with the premises on it that I had all my chicken scratches on, and as I pulled it out, it started raining. Oh, no. It used to be a pivotal scene in, in lots of movies where notes got rained on. Yeah. Love letters, you know, Dilute when stuff was going and, by, and whoosh, start raining, and then it showed yep. show a drop on the ground. And lots of paper getting rained on. It <laughs> doesn't seem to happen anymore. But i was trying to hold it. Of course... You can't do anything with Phil because Phil is 110 pounds of completely uncoachable. We did a horrible job. We did nothing to ever. He cannot take a walk without pulling every single direction. And when you're trying to talk on the phone and you're trying to read your thing and he is four wheel drive hard. Like he's pulling this way. He's pulling that way. It starts raining.
3: I am. Better put on the tie.
1: I am... (laughs) (laughs) I have a beanie and a hoodie on, and I'm... Giving him my uh, George Clooney joke, and I'm talking a long time about George Clooney, and then at some point I realize he's not there, and then I realize he's not there because my earbud is no longer in my ear, oh. and it started raining real hard, and I like pulled my hood uh-huh. up over my head, and I had it like tucked under my beanie, and now I don't know where it, it could is. be anywhere. It it,
2: this is the wireless AirPod.
1: The AirPod. Oh. Sorry, oh, yes, they. I don't know where the AirPod is. It's it's you know it's the size uh, half a half a book of matches, yeah. and I don't know where it is. And so I'm saying to Matt, where did I cut off? And he said, you cut off when uh, you said something about George Clooney, blah, blah, blah. You said, welcome to the 88th. <laughs> right.
3: Hello, I'm right. And I
1: said, what did you hear after that? And he said, I thought I heard some walking after that. So I said, is it, you think it's on the ground or do you think it fell into my multiple layers I'm wearing right now? I'm wearing the hoodie. I got the beanie. I got the shorts on. I got stuff all over me. I got buck slips all over me.
3: Dress for success. I got...
1: <laughs> well, the, that's for work. I, I had know, to take I Phil know. for a walk. Feel- Phil's pulling the whole goddamn time. is z- zero understanding of what's going on or appreciation for my situation
3: (laughs) dude i covered the fire pit last night in uh gym shorts and that jacket over there so you're talking to a guy who did not dress for success oh really yeah i was it started to rain i'm like oh the fire pit's not covered you know like a water inside the gut so right had to run outside the tarp
1: the um so i'm now now it's raining even harder but i'm having to retrace my footsteps (laughs) To try to figure out, and the gutters rolling, the waters rolling by, and the leaves are all on the ground, and I'm trying to feel myself down, like I'm I'm trying to, to pat f- down, feel around my back of my neck and my shirt and the, my neck and mm-hmm. everything, patting that if land in one of my pockets and slide into my sweat jacket mm-hmm. and blah blah blah.
3: We cut down a look at a rain gutter and a clown's hand reaches out with an air <laughs>
1: I you was thinking about here. that. We all
3: float down here.
1: I was thinking about that. I did not want to get too close to the gutter, but the water was running there. I was I look like an insane person because I, I was attempting to pat myself down and like open my jacket up and flap it around yeah, while it loose. Phil was like pulling and people <laughs> are driving by. And I then, but what I do do is I use one earbud at a time. I don't put them both in. No. I leave one in the case for charging, and I put the other one in my ear. Mm-hmm. And if that one runs out, I have a Switch fresh charge one, and I don't need to hear the Porcelain Punisher in stereo, so it's fine. So or I rummit. I pulled my backup one out. I called Matt back, and then I proceeded to retrace my footsteps trying to figure out what part I started my George Clooney joke at, like where I was, was I by the horse trail when I started that. And then it was a lot. of. This is why I want to enact the Japanese height, because I went on for five minutes with no Matt on the other line because he's typing while I'm describing a joke right. but if we did the japanese hi. Hey, hey,
3: let's work on hey. it i'll be matt you be you
1: okay you, know you work out the, the joke all right so george clooney is standing uh by the theater we cut to him hi <laughs> <Hey>. so <laughs> that goes on uh, I'm trying to figure out where this stupid earbud thing, or the bud, the earbud thing, fell out, and it eventually
3: because as cool as did... these things are, they're
2: untethered headphones. Oh yeah, right. you're, you're really earbuds. playing with fire.
1: And now I also realize, um. You know the 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 thing about ears it's a it's a mixed blessing with the ears. You know there's almost no nerve endings there. I mean, you a thirteen year olds can pierce each other's ears with a sewing needle and a piece of an ice cube, Mm -hmm. like at home. They're they're that. But they're also nerve dead. And that when you're wearing the beanie and the hoodie and the thing pops out, you You don't feel it. You don't feel it pop out. Uh, At a certain point, I must cut my losses. It's now raining harder than ever, and uh, I come through the door. And uh, Lynette's there, and uh, and um, uh, Phil and I are both uh, soaking wet, so she snaps into action by drying Phil and yelling, oh my God, <laughs> a oh towel. my God, get a towel. And then I do this thing where I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm taking my sweat jacket off, and I'm like shaking it. I'm Shivering. going, I don't Still know him. where this thing is, and at a certain point... I go, I don't know. I don't know if it fell into my pocket. I don't know if it fell into a gutter. And I'm starting to like almost like disrobe and I just take my t shirt and throw it out. It was tucked into my shorts. I throw it out and the thing goes sailing across the room. It, oh. it fell out of my right ear. It slid down my neck and it slid inside mm-hmm. of my t shirt and rest uh, my t shirt, which was tucked in. And stopped right in the small of my back. Like this is I, you could have never You're found wired. it as yeah. much padding down and shaking yeah. out, and you could take your sweat jacket off and yeah, shake it. You wouldn't have You'd found it. You'd never find it. Yeah. But I was I was happy to find it and happy that I wasn't going to have to get in the car with the umbrella and like uh, circle back. Also unclear. Can you buy one of those things alone? Can you, you have buy- to, be able to
2: buy a replacement at least after you buy the set? It
1: makes screwed. sense, but Maybe on the it other comes hand, with
2: one you cheap, you know, a discounted replacement one.
1: Well, you can't buy a tennis shoe. It's gonna be their own for that. Well, they also kind the of got you tried. by. They got you by the short hairs mm-hmm. with it. You know, yeah. what I mean, like you have to buy the case and the, and the whatever. Mm-hmm. But you should. There's got to be people have to be losing those things left and right.
3: A great yeah. market just for exchanging. You know, right? Standalone.
2: I, I give air, a penny, earbuds, take a penny.
1: Right. So, uh well, I was congratulations. Able to, uh, Happy ending. Big win. It's game separately. All right. How much are they separately?
3: Uh without a warranty, I think it's six sixty nine yeah, per. Jesus. Yeah, it is. <laughs> per unit. Yeah. Okay. So, replacement and AirPods price. and
1: charging cases 69 a piece. Okay. All right. Wow. I got uh stuff to talk about uh RJ Bell with the championship game and uh, everything uh like that had uh had a funny the the reason I was laughing when uh when I came in which is um you know, good, bad, or indifferent. I like everyone. I like to um, profile everyone and know exactly who they are and what they do and how they sure. work and everything like that. And then if something throws it off, it mm-hmm. throws me off. Right. Uh, there's a table that's at the front of the uh, of our area here. Yeah. When you walk in, it becomes sort of a catch-all for all the junk that people send and stuff that I buy from Amazon and auto parts and stuff that come in and it, shipping it, and receiving. It ends up. Getting cluttered and piled high, and uh, usually on a Friday, twice a month, when I'm around waiting for Garagas to show up or something, I end up uh, finding the time to go go through it. But it's known uh, as
3: Adam's Table. It's all your stuff.
1: It's I just think. all my junk that piles up. There's stuff for Lynette there. Sometimes we get parts and stuff from the other shop for cars mm-hmm. that end up getting sent here, and it just takes – and the nice gifts and things like uh, – you guys, uh let's see what was I saying um petty boards, the uh petty boards penny. the got penny, sorry, mm-hmm. the penny boards, the guys uh, I was thinking petty like like is. pedicure like your feet, you know what, what is I mean a penny board, penny oh, board yeah, is that, a, that one. it's a new skateboard that oh, cool. Natalia and Sonny love nice. oh Natalia loves sonny fears it, right sure, uh, <laughs> but right <on> schedule. <laughs> <laughs> the penny board, these guys sent me some stuff, I lied to my kids by the way, like um, S- savvy. they were. The penny board people sent me penny boards. Um, My kids were like out at whatever camp, sleepaway camp for like three days. When they returned, I returned with these penny boards. And I said, uh, Natalia, Sonny, look what I got you. And they're both, you know, Little, suspicious yeah. they're suspicious like what do you sense. mean you you just got those i was like yeah I just got them and well, they're they they like two
3: profile and when someone yeah, breaks a, the profile
1: goddamn lootly they profile yep. and they said uh so you went out and just <laughs> bought this like as a gift and i said yeah why not because i love my kids and i mm-hmm. gave it to them now it was a freebie so, and these guys are fans and they sent us skateboards penny boards but uh, why not let the kids uh, think dad loves them?
2: Yeah, you you know. didn't give a plug. These are courtesy of Pennyboard, Go make sure you go to PennyBoard.com.
1: No, but okay. let them find out later that their dad is disinterested. Okay. They know. So um, I gave it to him. They know. All right. So I walk in today and I see the entire table has been completely cleaned and organized. Oh, that's Ooh. a double-edged sword. Cleaned out. A little scared. Cleaned, cleaned out.
3: Cleaned and organized is usually good Yeah. <laughs> when, it's, when it's Adam's stuff.
1: And I have a quick thought. Who?
3: First thought was, was there any booze on the table?
1: Who did this? Yeah. Yes. Who amongst us? Because people here, uh, we'll just call them set in their ways. <laughs> you know, whether it's uh, leaving chip bags unopened without clips on them or coffee mugs with a little splash of coffee at the bottom of them. They pretty much yeah. have their...
2: Racial epithets. They're
1: <laughs> laid out. The, they, they lay out the way yeah. they lay out. Right. and that's, that's about it. But uh, I... Uh, I walked in and I said, Who took the initiative to clean this uh, whole table out? And uh, Dylan was uh, by the sink and he was the first person I saw. So I yelled, uh, Dylan, who cleaned off this table? And he went, "Uh, Me. And I said, You. I would have
3: lost a lot of money on that. Yes.
1: (laughs) You? You don't clean tables. Why? You clean this table? And he said, Emmy clean the oh, table we have, sounds we have like me we, like, we, not like a modest we have emmy. a we have a new broom over here who sweeps clean <laughs> yeah. named emmy who does do things like clean the table and from a distance the <laughs> emmy, emmy sound like uh, emmy. me emmy no. <laughs> yes which totally hey, confused emmy. me but then when he said emmy
2: snapped into, focus. Snapped a lot of into focus by the way emmy did you one better i don't know if you noticed but if you go in that bathroom and look to wash your hands, you're going to find soap in that dispenser.
1: Emmy, you <laughs> got Things are changing around here.
2: Emmy's <laughs> cleaning things up.
1: And I hear a new uh, day is on the horizon, <laughs> with an assist uh, from Matt, the Porcelain Punisher. So says so, so, well, Yeah, He somebody? happened
3: to be in the bathroom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt helped with the front room. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, so uh, you guys
3: th- watch out. We're going to get some toilet paper rolls in here.
1: That's Stop. very interesting.
3: <laughs> All right, you may,
1: uh, you people may <laughs> listening.
3: <laughs> for a three dollar item. It <laughs>
1: sits just fine on the trash can. You guys may you guys listening may uh hear a lack of Gary and a presence of uh, Chris Maxipata. That's because Chris is the new uh what are you? Director, producer? Producer. Please of put this, out your uh, business cards with question show. marks. <laughs> <laughs> the new producer of this show. And uh people are wondering uh what's that mean for Gary. Uh Gary is working on other projects here. And, uh, I don't know what to call it, but, uh, it's not a downgrade for Gary. Gary's, uh,
2: multi content producer.
1: He's valued and he's working on many, many other projects here. He's not gone anywhere. This is not a, uh, a penalty or a dismissal of his talent. He's, uh, um, he is, uh, appreciated. He is cherished, and uh, Gary is here. So, the for, good those news who, is you're fired. for those who are worried that uh, Gary ended up uh, like Ray, no, he did not. Gary did not end up. I don't. Uh, he may have even got a promotion. I think. Uh, I think he would look at it as uh, that way. Many more things to work on with Gary.
2: Yes. And by the way, the only reason I corrected all of us and said these are wireless AirPods you're speaking of, yes, was because Gary texted me that from the other room. So he's on it all the time. Gary's
1: on it. <laughs> uh all right and, and i like those things i i recommend them i just you have to kind of i would do one at a time I mean, if no. uh whilst talking whilst talking on the uh that's savvy um yeah
3: even for probably for a uh, podcast right you don't have the stereo experience for most well, podcasts, some rants you need to hear so, in stereo yeah that's a good point i like no, this one
1: obviously i like to have um i like to have an ear open for uh for things um Uh, one ear, you know, cars coming or uh, shots fired Mm -hmm. or or whatever it is. I don't, I don't like the tuned out to the world kind of thing. I like to hear what's going on, but have a, a a window open to the world. All right. Uh, let's see the, um, can you, Oh, hold on a second for RJ. Let me, I say this, this, uh, TSA pre-check business. Um, (laughs) Can it just be in the system?
2: No.
1: Um, So, when we left for Maui, Mm -hmm. uh, all my flight stuff is done through uh, the Porcelain Punisher, who's well-versed and coached up on how how we do things. This stuff went through Lynette, who's not as well coached up. And uh, we announced, uh, I think when we got to the airport, that we had a first-class ticket. We're just going to go to the Delta counter. We had to check a bag. We'll just check in there. And we just... Checked in there right. and they don't say anything about are you pre check or are you this or mm-hmm. are you that. They just they're just there, they mm-hmm. just go, they check you in. And then we, the two kids, and uh, Lynette, and myself, it was a zoo, it was LAX. We went to the pre check line, there was nobody in the pre check line. The two kids, was I talking about this or was that no, on the tour show? Here. The two kids, Sunny Natalia. Went through, then Lynette and I got to it, and the fifty-something-year-old eh, Hispanic lady said, uh, "You're not pre-check." Yeah, and you gotta, I you said put on
3: the reservation. Before I said, you
1: "I am. I am pre-check." Now I don't. You all I know number. is Matt always checks it right. in, and Lynette didn't, but Lynette doesn't know. But also, the person at Delta at first class didn't. Doesn't say like, yeah. "Are you pre-check?" Or you know, I would just like. You could probably assume if someone is flying to Maui first class they they might be pre-checked material or I something. And and one one could say while while not their fault, one could say why don't we just institute this plan where when you check people in with their first class ticket, you ask if they have a pre-checked number or whatever it is before you then so they right. they check you in. Why isn't it just in the goddamn system? Why Why isn't it just, hey, your pre-check material? Like, I, I went, okay, so here's the deal. I went, it, it took about three years. It took about three years for me to finally get, Pre check status. I traveled this nation a thousand times. There was a lot of like, you got to go down to LAX. You got to bring your passport. You got to go to the second floor of the family. Be interviewed. You got to wait in line. Like, you have to give them a pub for a DNA sample. Like, you have to, you have to. And and it took, and it was like things and dates, and they're not open on this date. And by three years, when these things were, it's like two and a half years, I started screaming at Matt, like, when are we going to do this? What's going on? I'm so tired of waiting in line. Finally went down to LAX waited in line, brought all the you know five pieces of ID and everything else, filled everything out, got fingerprinted and everything else.
3: Answer the question.
1: And in my mind, I've now entered the system. Mm-hmm. I am now pre-check status. I don't know why you can't check into a flight, give your name and your ID and everything like that, right. and why you're just like, oh, your ID, just like in the terrorist alert thing. You right. don't explain to them it's your terrorist flagged. alert. Whatever they see your name and they flag it, like it's it's mm-hmm. flagged. So if they wanted to do it, obviously they could do it right. because they have plenty of systems that are flagged, right? Like, yeah. like your name comes yep. up and something would yeah. go off. If, if you... I would imagine if you were the, uh, the gentleman who uh, saw fit to s- uh, smear fecal matter all over the bathroom and was dragged off of the plane, uh, the other day, that guy's name's probably <laughs> in some database. And I'll get, I'll bet he doesn't get to hop on a flight tomorrow. Yep. I'll bet his name, especially whatever airline he was on, yeah. American or whatever it is, if that guy tried to book a flight, they'd go, Oh, wait a minute. That's we got best. something on our computer here. So. I don't know why they wouldn't do that with pre-check, but they didn't. And so, here we are. The kids are the kids. They're through. Hmm, There's a conveyor belt, and it's empty. And there's literally nobody in front of us, and there's nobody behind us. There's just the two kids walk by. They're heading to an empty conveyor belt with an empty little area. And the woman says... uh, you're not pre check And I said, Oh no, I am. I am I'm I'm pre check I'm I'm in the system. And she goes, It's not it's not here. On your boarding pass, yeah. And I said, Well, i uh, I am. I mean I'm 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 in the system. Can we check no? And no. And and then she points at a line, a never ending line, a sea of goddamn humanity, and goes, Go over there. And I said, the kids are through. There's nobody behind us. There's an empty goddamn conveyor belt. And I just go, hey, can we just walk across here? Like, Here's the ID. Here's the ticket. Like, just, just walk across, you know. No, no. And then she goes, I know who you are. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I got no. Not a First off, does, 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 does Act have to be the worst? Does it have to be? Does it have to be the worst? Does it have to be? Do they have to have the worst people, the rudest people? the worst? Why is it? Why does LA have to be the worst at everything? Loosen the zipper tie, man, to get in color. Why? Your tie. Why, <laughs> Why does everyone, I mean, my kids know? They're like, God, they're so yeah. rude there. They're such asses over there. You travel the entire country. Why? Couldn't Garcetti give a little pep talk to everyone? Just like, hey, man... (laughs) This is the first thing people see when they come to Mm -hmm. our city, and it's the last thing they see when they leave. Could you just paint a smile on your face or say "have a nice day" or something? Pretend we're in Portland or Mm -hmm. Seattle or any Boston, anywhere. Imagine we're anywhere where the people are normal. (laughs) In a Corona commercial, where they just be normal, where they just be normal people, like like folks at work at places where they go, "I'm sorry," or you know, this one time, or have a nice flight. Could we just just pretend Mm -hmm. to not all be the angriest women on the planet? What is that? Why is LA? It's LA, man. It's yeah. foot loose and fancy free. Hey, Venice Beach is seven hundred yards away from where we're standing. There's a guy on rollerblades playing a, a guitar right now with a turban on his head, and, and there's a, a, the time life. another guy with a cockatiel on his shoulder trying to get laid. Whoa, 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 why are we the most uptight? Why are we the most angry? Why when, do when we get these? Like we get the angriest women on the planet, and we just put them here. And they just go, you just got to be a raving bitch to every single person that walks past you. And then like when you get through, like condescending and screwy and like, so I just said, look, the kids are through. I am, I am pre-check and can you just let us just step across this threshold? Like no one's going to look. Nobody's going to know nothing, but just step to take one step forward and we're just through it. And that's it. And she's like, no. Back of the
3: line. Go, go uh, get in the line. At that point, your better move would have been go back to the Delta first class thing and like you know, have her change a thing. Yeah, that would have been a time, And it's a safety issue. Probably. You have
2: two little kids well, hanging of,
1: of, by Well, of themselves. course, from the angry sea, there is no information. She doesn't say... No, when you check in, you have to tell them a number, Mm -hmm. and that needs to be on the ticket. If you want to go back down the escalator, yes, you can go put it and then come back. I'll be happy to. There's none of. There's no point in a. a Just go to that line. Go to that line. Go to that line. Like there, there's no. First off, I don't even know where these people are from. They don't. They cannot communicate. Mm they not like regular people communicate or they choose not to i don't know if there's a language barrier there's an intelligence barrier there's there's both then no one communicates no one says Oh, this happens all the time. People are pre-checked, but they didn't give the number when they checked in. Mm-hmm. If you go back to Delta, they'll give you a number. They'll reissue a board. Yeah. There's none of that. They just go. Uh, 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 they, just point. Mm. they just point. They just point. They wouldn't do what a human being would do, which was if if you work the pre-check line, it must happen every. Seventeenth person that comes through pre-check is some business guy whose assistant set up the flight and neglected to enter the number or whatever. This must happen thirty-one times at an eight-hour shift, or someone goes, "No, I'm I'm pre-check. I I flew pre-check yesterday from from O'Hare. No, but in which case you can then be now. Now you get to be a human being. Now you get to go. Now you get to say, uh." Yeah, I see this all the time. When you check in, you have to give your number. Go down to First Class Delta, and they'll reissue one. And I'll mm-hmm. see you in a minute. Or you can go wait in that line. They sure. never do that. They just point like, no. uh, and and like Lynette's going, "I'm pre-checked too." And she's, "No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you know, you're not." <laughs> and, you know, they're just pointing. And I'm having this weird philosophical argument, a little unclear, which is, I am though. I am in the system. And they're like, "No, you're not. No, you're not." Yeah, well, I am. It's not on the goddamn ticket. So she just like points and grunts and then we go over to this never ending thing of line. poor kids wait alone. And then no, they came with us uh. and then Natalia started explaining her tummy was hurting. Of course. And then when we got through thing then they're super bitchy and condescending. What is LA? What 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 why why LA? Yeah. Why? Why? Well, what is what is so unique about us that makes us so like angry and douchey and weird? You travel. You only notice it when you travel. I know why. Because every one of these bitches hates their dad. Mm-hmm. Every one of these bitches hates their dad, and guess who the dad is. Right. Now in in this exchange,
2: Papa Carola. it's now
1: Papa Corolla. But would you please police it? Like, could L A? Mm. But could you guys? Could you TSA assholes police your own? Could you stop winning an award for the douchiest, bitchiest employees ever. Does there, should there be a palpable difference between L A. and then any other, any other? Uh, airport you land in should there be a palpable difference?
3: Yeah, because presumably at any other major city there's an equal number of women who are angry at their dads. <laughs> like you say, why L.A.? Why is L.A. so unpleasant? My theory is always whether it's driving or TSA at LAX or whatever. Every, any problem, uh, societal problem uh, like that is because it's a transient town. People come here like like you said, the rental car of cities. You know, it's like this is, this is not really where, I, it's not where I'm from. Right. You know, it's, it's where I choose to make my living right now. But. Here's
1: what I want to say to whoever the manager is of the tsa it's not a goddamn hate crime to tell the latina bitch to get her act together and paint a smile on her face it's not it's not racism it's not a hate crime it's not uh it's not oppression it's not misogynist it's you just explaining to a a woman to do their goddamn job please pipe up please so tired of these people all right anyway (laughs) Hawaii, right? <sighs> yeah, Hawaii was awesome. All right. Where were we? Is RJ the, Bell? Uh, yes.
3: The agent should have said something. When she was checking you in and doing all the stuff, she'd be like, by the way, do you have a TSA? They never do, though. That's just
2: a fail. And it's not like you have some easy to remember number. It's some random code you would never get to memory.
1: So then, of course, when we're in, we're in now we're in Maui, and I'm like Rain Man. I'm like Rain Man with pre-check. I'm like, pre-check. Pre-check, pre-check, right, have, right definitely, pre-check, definitely pre-check, pre-check, definitely pre-check, and then they're like, Lynette's like, yeah, I'm gonna check us in, pre-check, you know, pre-check, before pre-check before, pre-check before we leave on on Monday, I'm gonna I'm gonna go online, pre-check, definitely pre-check, pre-check, pre-check definitely pre-check, pre-check. Uh, oh, we gotta go pre-check, right, uh, uh, pre-check, uh, 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 it's like, yeah, that's. We're just landing in Maui, Adam. We're not leaving for eight days. So, yeah, but that's no, definitely pre-check. pre-check. But pre-check, pre-check, pre-check for sure, Can I right? Get on with pre-check, pre-check. pre-check? So, now, because of the way I'm wired, I'm like, I'm not going back. Not pre-check. But I don't trust anybody. So I said, uh, so I'm like, so like, Lynette's like online from the hotel rooms, like two hours before leaving. leave. And I'm like, pre-check, pre-check, right? Pre-check, definitely pre-check. And she's like, yeah, yeah, pre-check, pre-check. And I'm like, yeah, but, 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 br- but, br- but pre-check, 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 right? <laughs> I'm going to go to the bathroom, then I'm going to come back and I'm going to say pre-check again, okay? All right. And then she goes online. And she goes, uh, okay, we're all checked in. Pre-check. And I'm like... <laughs> So then I do what I do with everyone, All not everyone, but most people. <laughs> pre-check, right? We got the pre-check? So you check in? Yeah, we're checked in. We're checked in the flight. Mm. Pre-check? Pre-checked? Uh, at the Maui airport, uh, no pre-check. No. Uh, <laughs>
3: that's a big airport.
1: No pre-check between uh, 2 p.m. and uh, 6 p.m. Oh, that's and good. And our flight's <laughs> at 3.45. That's good. So I'm like, so no no pre check, huh? No but but, but they have pre check, yeah, they have them. but between these hours, no pre check. No, that's, that's no, I guess they time. shut it off
2: at two. Yeah. Can we get there? Okay, violent well, <laughs> time. Okay, we're in Maui. Time,
1: I guess that's just how they roll. When in Maui. Now, of course, <laughs> it could end no other way than us walking into the uh airport and uh, getting to security and having the big sign that says pre check and the guy sitting there and it's now uh two forty five. And I come walking up to him and when I go, uh pre check open? Yeah. No. Hmm. You, you're just open? Sure. Why not? Yeah. You got pre-check? <laughs> uh, I don't have pre I am pre check <laughs> qualified. Do you guys close? No. Why would we close? Do you have the curb music on okay. there, Brian? <laughs> All right. All right. The other now you gotta pick and choose. I'm not gonna have an argument now. I'm sure it said something online. I'm sure, I'm sure it said something online. And the other Security wasn't bad, <laughs> but sometimes I worry. Mm. Yeah. I just worry. I just like I, I, <laughs> this guy was looking at me like, "Why would we like, close like, oh, pre-check?" It'd be a strange thing, and I have Four no hours. idea what it said online. Another, but I'm, I look, I'm sure it day. said something online, which yeah. is it'd be a weird is, thing to make up. It'd be a weird thing to make <laughs> up, but this is the world <laughs> we're living in, right? But thank God, I was obsessed with pre-check. Like when we fly home, absolutely not, not going to happen again. <laughs> Fool me once. <laughs> all right uh rj bell is uh on the line he's got some picks and some results and some super bowl stuff rj and some witticisms thank you man i love a witticism from (laughs) rj bell hey rj i was watching the national championship game uh with lynette Mm -hmm. and uh sunny last night haven't really enjoyed ourselves good game great game um and I found myself having a, a couple of thoughts. First off, let's talk about the betting on that game. The over/under was forty-five, I do believe. Yes. The the OT touchdown. Put it, it over, right? Yeah. Put it 49? over. It was a forty. The game ended at a twenty-twenty tie. And yeah. regulation. Regulation. Yeah. I mean twenty-six twenty-three. That's final. a tough loss if you had the under on that. It ends. It, it looks like a low-scoring affair. It's 13 nothing at half. The other team hasn't scored. Alabama hasn't scored in the first half. Like, you're feeling pretty good about that under. Okay. Then the 2020 thing, it's like, well, maybe someone will kick it. Then someone kicks a field goal, and then the big sack, and you're it's like, like oh, okay, boy. this thing's going to end. 43 is going to be our final, then yeah. take it to the house. Also, Gina, not for you, but okay. for, for me and Brian and RJ, can we do enough with the ball was moving? The right? ball was moving around. Like The guy <laughs> made uh, The agreed. guy made a pick. The guy made a great uh, pick in the end zone. Georgia made a great pick. And, uh, he got his foot there. Yeah, the ball was moving.
3: Yeah, like, yeah, if, <laughs> it shows you, you know, the whole thing is if you catch the ball, whether you're intercepting it or mm-hmm. catching it or yeah. whatever, you have to maintain control of the ball. Can't uh, bounce around in your hand. Well, the, okay, so the rule is must maintain control of the ball. Uh, and then it's been perverted to the point now where control means you must have an iron Tight grip. If there is any motion, at all. Gina, am I oh. controlling this hat? Um, is, yeah, is, it's in your hands. Is it's controlling yeah, It's No, it it's, it's dangerous. hat falling on the, the, the ground. No, no. no, it's moving, but I'm controlling <laughs> this hat by with 100. Well, also, you are not your have to have an iron tight grip on something to control it. Yes, don't drop it and bounce it on the ground, or don't you know lose all grip of it and then catch it again. But
1: Yes, yeah, like a lot of the times, the guys have it pinned against their body because they've made some incredible play. Or First they're, off, are
3: they rolling it over their
1: hands? The, you know I mean, to yeah, these guys are like thoroughbreds. Like Jesus they run like Christ. four, three, four. They run twenty miles an hour. You know, they have a vertical leap of like forty-two inches, and they're doing something acrobatic mm-hmm. with one hand and trying to get their foot touched in bounds. And because they're going twenty miles an hour and the thing's happening so fast, the ball inevitably is moving. I hate that a, a little bit, and the thing never comes close to hitting the. ground. Round. it's again, it's like you caught it and it got a little air and then you right. grabbed it sometimes the guy has it pinned against him because it's like mm-hmm. so acrobatic he's pinning it and it's like rolling a little bit because yeah. the guy's in the air doing something acrobatic yeah. it's like, that ball moved that ball moved, I, yes we do it with our keys we do it with yes. our cell phones, we do it with everything yes, are you not moved. controlling it, that item? it moved, are. We, are, we had it Well, even if momentarily we weren't controlling it like a great save. Mm-hmm. Like a great baseball mm-hmm. catch. It's like saying, Oh, that wasn't a baseball catch. Like like it went off the wall and you tipped it with the butt of your glove and then gra- snatched mm-hmm. it up before before it hits the ground. Mm-hmm. You grabbed I it. Agree. Like I it we're taking away great plays. Yep. We're also doing this thing where we're opening everything to interpretation. Because of course the ball is moving because the guy's going a hundred miles an hour, but is he moving that much? Yeah. The game could have ended with yes. that interception. RJ, how say you?
6: Well, I say this. is: I think the catch rule in the NFL is counterintuitive, which that's a bigger problem than any of this. If a casual fan looks up at a bar, sees a catch, he's going to say catch, and it's not oftentimes. And I think because it's counterintuitive, it's even more of a problem. I also think we're going to see, Adam, and you understand this, the primal Side of sports, which most, most fans really connect to. And now with the technology, it's become much more intellectual if it comes to overturning things, if it comes to the way they build teams. And I think there's a real disconnect from the guy at the bar and the guy from the Ivy Leagues that's now really controlling sports, even at a team level.
1: Well, I, you know.
3: What if it's I, an Ivy League bar and we're hunting? Is like yeah, that's a bunch right. of I like them apples. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just feel like if you come down with the ball you made a I don't I don't like taking away great plays and that guy yes. made a great interception in the in the end zone, that would have changed the complexion of the game. And yes, the ball was like pinned to him because it was a great interception. Yes, the ball moved because he has a heartbeat. And mm-hmm. that's a catch. Did the people ball never crazy? came close to the ground.
6: Did
2: they get, in, in, in studio, in the stadium, did they get what was going on? Was well, it hard to people know.
3: are... Now pe- they've been trained they've to been trained. know that that's people not going to be a catch. People that's are savvy. Be. Like, oh, it was yeah. moving. It was crazy. rolling around
1: a little bit. All right. RJ, what'd you do last weekend?
6: Uh, had a horrible one-and-one with the Kansas City Chiefs. You see that game they were up twenty one three.
3: They fell apart when Travis Kelsey got hurt. I
6: mean, fell they just, apart they off an playing. injury. Here's an amazing stat for you guys. In the history of the NFL, there's been four teams in the playoffs that's lost when they let it halftime twenty one to three. Two times Andy Reid coached the team, Kansas City's coach, and the other two's all the other coaches
1: in the history of the NFL. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> we think not. So, uh, <laughs> stupid Rams. You told me to take the money line on the Falcons last time we spoke, because uh, that's the way I was thinking, and I should have I should have done it because I just won outright. Uh, so, uh, what are the Super Bowl odds right now? The stupid Patriots. Why is it? I, I was screaming this at Cousin Sal uh, last Sunday, which is, and, and look, I get it. The Patriots are the best, and there's a reason why they're best. We always seem to get to the end of the year, and it's like, uh, what do the Patriots have to do to go to the Super Bowl again? Win two home games against <laughs> mediocre teams. Like, it, it, it's insane that they have to beat the Titans at home, which mm-hmm. is a given, and then I don't know who they, they may beat after that. Pittsburgh but it's Pittsburgh like, or uh, Jacksonville. They're going to win. Like, they're just going to beat – they're going to have two – it, two home game, two home wins, mm-hmm. and they they'll go to another Super Bowl. Yes.
6: Well, this is merit based, though, right? Because you get that number one seed based on your record. And remember, the Pats were in Pittsburgh, not that couple weeks ago. Steelers had that game in hand. They come back and win the Pats. Gronk dominating the last drive, and if it weren't for that. Pittsburgh be the one seed. So, another example of the benefit of the one seed is if you play the two, you're the home team, yeah, and that would be next week. But also, if there's an upset in the first round, like Tennessee winning, well, you get that worst team because they reseed after each round. That's why New England gets the easier game against the Titans team, which is 80 to 1. To win the Super Bowl, this is one of the worst teams in decades to be uh, in the second round of the playoffs.
1: The uh, it's funny because uh, the Titans are eighty to one, and the Patriots are two to one, and the two to one teams playing the eighty one at home.
6: Yeah. So that's <laughs> part of the reason. All they have
1: to do is beat that team. Yeah. All right, sorry. Um, and then, all right. Anyway,
6: I got a you know lot of qu- eight, real I got questions. Real quick, by the yes. way, the biggest bets on that national championship game. Were on the under. The guys that make a living from this, they had the biggest bets on the under, and it wasn't just the touchdown at the end that Alabama scored to win the game and go over. Remember, at the end of regulation, Alabama missed a very short, or relatively short field goal that would have ended, it would have the, ended game. the game and it would have stayed under.
1: Right. No, it's betting is tough. Plus, I think the spread was four points and Bama cover or uh, no, no, no they, three yeah the spread they, was four but they didn't kick 1-3 the, yeah they didn't kick an extra, extra point would have would have pushed it's it's you you take a look at that game that national championship game and then you think about gambling like you go <laughs> which would you have taken and here's what would have happened for both and that's when you realize this yeah. is a tough tough nuts. way to make a
6: living yes yeah, well i'll tell you this though real quick and this is a fascinating concept The amount of luck that's in sports betting is one of the reasons the professionals can actually win, because it keeps the losing bettors playing, right? If you look back over a month, let's say you've lost a 1000 bucks, you can say, what about the under in that game? What about that game? What about that game? If only those three games had swung, I'd be profitable this month, and that kind of rationalization, because of the luck factor, keeps losing bettors betting.
1: So let's talk about uh, upcoming uh, games and picks. We'll uh, we'll play in here. Football.
0: Gambling. America. It's the NFL Divisional Playoffs. And we got Vegas insider, R.J. Bell. This is R.J.'s Parlay.
1: What you got, R.J.?
6: So, that was topical sound for this week. Indeed. Very man. impressive. hmm <laughs> We're going with a side and total on the same game. So, a total, anyone at bets probably knows this, but it's over under a certain number of points. So, the Eagles game is a game we're talking about against the Falcons, and we have the Eagles plus three, a three-point underdog, and also under 41.5 points. Under. In the same game. So if the game ends up being 21-20, it goes under. If it's 24-20, it goes over. Here's the rationale on the Eagles. Atlanta, we had them last week. You mentioned good stats. They hadn't played up to those stats during the year. Well, they did last week. That was their best game of the year you could make the case, and it was in front of the world. So everyone very excited and high about the Falcons, the casual fan. Well, Philly – They ended the year poorly, and obviously everybody knows Carson Wentz is out. But how many points really is Carson Wentz worth? We estimated about four points only because Nick Foles was considered to be a really, really good backup. Well, he played a few games. He hasn't played so well. If you look at this line right now, Philly plus three, if Wentz were playing, the line would be Philly minus six. So there's been a nine-point adjustment and we think yeah we've downgraded folds but maybe it should be a 6 point adjustment so we think this game should be pickem we're getting 3 that's the definition of value i understand it's contrarian because people just saw atlanta win that's why there's value quickly on the under there's two elements to scoring how efficient the offense is and what pace the offense plays and we think philly's going to try to protect their backup quarterback folds Slow this game down a little bit, obviously, less scoring if that's the case. And remember, we've got an Atlanta team last point that went to California. Now they're back to Atlanta. Now they've got to travel again on a short week to Philly. And this will be their fourth road game in five games, four on the road out of the last five weeks. So we like the Eagles plus three under 41.5 total points.
1: Here's something else for your stats. I heard uh, f- coming back from L.A., they went through uh, pre-check and mm. got that bitch
2: oh. told to get in the other line. That's demoralizing yeah. Yeah, for a team. Yeah, you want to adjust for that.
1: And that's, that's good for about three yeah. points right yeah. there. It's an hour more of travel time. That's right. That's right. R.J. Bell, everyone. Yeah. R.J. Bell's Dream Preview, available on iTunes and Podcast One app and uh, pregame.com. Thanks, R.J. Hey, have a good day, guys. Thank you. Uh, Always fun to talk to R.J. Bell. All right. uh, Felipe is out there. Very interesting story. The guy was, uh, I mean, he had all the uh, gangs and drugs. All the privilege he could ask for. All the Hispanic privilege you want and somehow became a great stand-up comedian. Tommy John, there's some privilege. There's some underpants privilege right there. Start the new year by upgrading that old uncomfortable underwear with Tommy John. I uh, <clears throat> I don't know what else to say other than you will get the Tommy John and then you will not wear any other underpants other than your Tommy Johns. Like it is that right. it is it's a game changer. Unparalleled comfort, innovative designs, patented fabrics, never ride up, waistband never rolls down, and you never get a wedgie. Socks that stay up all day. Second skin tees. Ooh, I'm wearing one now underneath my dress shirt. They stay tucked in. The socks stay up. The tees stay tucked. Underpants keep the junk right where you want them, and they're all backed by the best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free, guarantee. Tommy John No adjustment needed, just the best. The best. It's Tommy John, right, Dawson? That's right. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Adam to get 20%
0: off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Adam for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Adam.
1: All right. Uh, Irvine Improv, January 25th, up on stage with August doing Cobra. Come on out and see that. Then I'll be in Washington, D.C. at the Kennedy Center. That'll be February 9th doing stand up. Also Sacramento, Thunder Valley Casino, March 2nd doing stand up as well. And you can see where, uh, all the uh, you can get the uh, basic cable commentary of Cobra from the cruise available now on iTunes and check that out. Just go to amcroll.com dot find out all the live dates and all the stuff you need. And uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll bring up uh, Felipe Esparza right after this. And now the podcast one
0: presentation of Good Sports. Good sports. One Sports Network presents Good
4: Sports. Hi and hello, sports fans. Welcome to another Good Sports presented by Podcast One Sports. Dave Damashek here. Adam Carolla there. All right, Ace, let's talk about it. We talked about Sonny. Well, I'm sorry, the father and son mm-hmm. fantasy football victory mm-hmm. that you and Sonny share. Um, by the way, is, that, is there a lot of moolah on the line with that?
1: I uh, just got an email uh, today, and I think we get 175 bucks. <laughs> and I'm going to tell Sonny, I'll, I'm you know I'm fair-minded. I'll give him 20 bucks, <laughs> and they'll have to back out gas, obviously, because we wasn't at my house. We had to yeah. drive to Mister Mike's house, and then Fair. he'll go he'll go ballistic. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I was think it was like 175 to the winner and uh, uh 75 to second place nice and 50 haul and for then it sunny. was yeah uh 20
4: spot uh I so I won Our league, and Mm -hmm. as I'm sure we've discussed on this show previously, this is uh, Sal's big league. I I don't know if he's the nominal commissioner at this point, but anyway, he's the one who organizes it as usual. That's uh, one of the Sal's things, and uh, so he's brought together this cast of of loons, as you know, and we get together – on the eve of the football season start, we don't do it like some people do, have their fantasy drafts two weeks, three weeks out. We do it right before the season starts. So we have all information available, injuries, trades, otherwise. We sit down in uh, in a private room in a Hollywood bar, and we all gather. And then, and only then, not a minute before... Can the previous year's champion stand and Survivor Style kick somebody out of the league? Not only can they; it's their requirement that they do so. That's your well, you say Survivor
1: Style. They they yeah Survivor Style and and also a couple years ago Survivor Style they had to put together a puzzle. There's always a misdirect. That's when I
4: I one but time it's excellent. The, it's great. One time Randy uh, was so upset that he got kicked out that he jumped off of a fire escape. He he was he wa- he wanted to make a dramatic exit after. After getting kicked out and he went out the wrong door and he found himself on a fire escape rather than on the staircase downstairs and uh, too ashamed to come back through the room jumped off the fire escape <laughs> thereby theoretically uh, maintaining his dignity
1: I have this joke about Randy who's uh, Brad who now shows up and watches football with me every week and just yells cheeseburgers as loud as he can from the bathroom and makes weird grunting noises <laughs> There's a th- there's a quality that he has that is much more distracting and, 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 and less desirable than even a, an insane guy yelling cheeseburgers while you're trying to watch uh, football and have some have a couple imagine. of soft tacos. He does not drink beer. He does not drink water. He drinks soda. And you can say, well, what's the big deal there? Well, the big deal is is I have to show up Monday morning and clean up and invariably by the door or by the table or whatever, he's spilled some soda because he <laughs> holds sodas and yells cheeseburgers as <laughs> loud as he can while he shuffles to the bathroom. The sodas that he drinks, he doesn't drink a Sprite or a Fresca, he drinks... Like, strawberry soda. I, I, he drank, and I yelled at him the other day. I said, Brad, there's no way that you convince me that you base your soda on taste. He does Hawaiian punch.
4: I know, because Hawaii- I used to, when we would play basketball at your place, I would give him a lift home, and we always would have to stop at the gas station so he could get chaw and one of those bizarre
1: flavored sodas. I said, Every, Ten years ago, this was great. I, I I base my soda on taste. I like root beer... Cream soda, what have you? I know what you're doing, Brad. You do it on some sort of adhesion test. What's the stickiest? You have a lab, you spill some some strawberry soda and you stick a flip-flop to it and you let it dry overnight, then you take Hawaiian punch and uh decide which which is it is it sun-kissed orange or crush orange, which has more adhesion. You stick a flip-flop to it. You get a piece of linoleum, you let it dry overnight, and then you get one of those fish you get one of those fishing scales, and you pull a lever on You see how many pounds it takes before the flip-flop pops <laughs> off your linoleum, and that's the soda you go with, the one that has the most adhesion. I wonder if could make a model of, airplane with some of that soda. I think you could. He takes that soda— He's got it in the freezer, and you know it's going to blow up, and he's going to forget about it. It's the scariest thing in the world. This is an insane guy holding Hawaiian Punch and, and leaving a trail of it along your shop, because the next day, when you come walking in there with your tennis shoes, it'll pull a shoe off. You little, you'll, you'll be... Like when an NFL running back breaks free, and uh, the safety goes low on him, and yeah. he's running in his sock. <laughs> That's exactly (laughs) what I do at my shop the next day. So so you won. So Randy
4: Randy has been kicked out previously, and it was quite dramatic. Another great one was when Elliot, the lawyer, the bald-headed lawyer, um, who has been in the league forever, Jimmy's old, old friend, uh, kicked out the most desirable man on the face of the earth at the time, John Hamm. He's Don Draper Mm -hmm. at the height of Don Draper's powers at the draft. Kicks out John Hamm, and Hamm's reaction was like, well, I mean, I mean it's, this, is, this is fun and all, but I mean, you're not actually kicking out John Hamm out of your stupid fantasy league, but sure enough, he had to walk out the door. Wow. And then and You must and, exit. Yeah, you gotta leave. You, gotta, yeah, you gotta, leave. gotta leave. You gotta take off. I was kicked out. Well, first of all, a big controversy was the time that two cowards... Uh, Brian and, and Powell—they were such cowards. They won the, the league, and they said, "Well, we don't want to have to vote anybody out, so we're just going to have a vote among the whole no, league," which is, no. I mean, the
1: sissy's way out. You they can't got do it. You that out? Way. No, no, you got out with the survivor. I
4: side so by, I by I was looking at one end of the table, I was over there, there was Hench, there was Simmons, there was Sal, and there was Randy, and as they said, oh, we're all going to vote, and everybody had to write it down on a slip of paper who they were voting out, Randy said, to right next to me, said turned to Sal and Simmons and said, and Damashek, right? You know, oh, whereas yeah. who we're putting down. Well, all right. If, if you guys are, if you guys are collaborating on this, conspiring to kick me out. Who's up? I'm a, who am I hearing over there? Oh, I know that those guys over there are voting Sal. I better him than me. It's his stupid rule. I, I, I don't want Sal out of the league, but I'm going to do it. I voted Sal out. He went out by one, and that was that. Sal was very upset. Well, how dare? I said, oh, Sal? I was I was one of five, six people who voted on you, but but Val. It was a he calls me Valvo. Because that's my Hebrew name for William. But anyway, Val, you know, it was a different thing that I did. You crossed the line. He right. gets back in. He wins the league the next year. Then there's the puzzle. So then the the, the puzzle you described, a survivor style puzzle, preceded by like carrying stuff on their heads. Two guys, the <laughs> Mook and Tall John, racing with with drinks on their heads. Then these big puzzles being done back and forth, back and forth. Who's going to win? And I'm a loud mouth announcing it play by play. Who's going to do it? Will Tall John hold you on? You think
1: it's between these two guys? And
4: then. Simultaneously, the entire room, as they complete the puzzles, at the exact same moment, everybody reads the puzzles at the same time, and it says, "Aloha, Velvel. We'll see you next year." Right. And I was kicked out of the league.
1: (laughs) That was the greatest piece of. It was not. It was nothing. It was a humiliation that I didn't deserve. So, did you win with a partner this year? No, I don't need a partner. You went alone. That's it. And now, there's how many people potentially could get kicked out?
4: Anyone, anyone who I choose, anyone
1: who I choose, I know, but potentially ten.
4: Yeah, there are nine people, nine league, nine nine uh, league members who could go here. So yeah, that's my right. I've won. That's it. your right. I've
1: won. it. I, and you I, you don't need to decide until the beginning of next year. No. Yeah. That's of course right. You.
4: No. I. I. I and, and in fact, it would it wouldn't be good sport if I were to announce it now. No, I have to wait no.
1: until the eve of the draft. Has any, anyone started lobbying yet? Oh yes. Oh really? Oh, oh
4: yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Because a H- Hinch, that. For a guy like a Hench, guy like Sal, that'd be pretty devastating, right? Yeah,
4: yeah. Hench has the good sense, though. See, Hench is a gentleman, and he understands that, that his pal Dave is vain. And so when Dave wins the league, and even before I win the league, Hench has the good sense to drop a line, Hey, good luck, pal. You know, good luck in the, in the fantasy champion. And then after, oh, you did it. Well, that was great stuff. David Johnson, the most expensive player in our auction draft, got hurt in the first week, and you still overcame and won the whole league. That's great stuff, damn thank you hench you know what class act you're safe probably you know probably you're
1: probably i don't know Mm -hmm. you might cross me you know i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna never say never but you're all right hey can you kick randy out of my warehouse on sundays
4: (laughs) (laughs) i could do that yeah that'd be awesome
1: (laughs) (laughs) forget about your league sodas
4: how about just the sodas we settle at that yeah um yeah maybe we can work out a deal there simmons goes on his show Mm -hmm. with one cousin sal Mm mhm Right after I win. After, by the way, I get a lot of tweets. A lot, apparently, throughout the season, Simmons like, damn, Shaq's a fraud. He doesn't know what he know about fantasy football. He goes on TV and talks about it, but he never wins in our league. Oh, boy. I don't care. Whatever. whatever. Yes, that's Sonny has proven. It's, that's fine. So, I, so I, I win the title. The day after, he goes on, he goes on with Sal and mm-hmm. does a whole bit. Like, I'm quitting the league. I'm out. Because I'm not going to give damn Shaq the satisfaction of kicking me out.
1: Oh, interesting, preemptive. I,
4: I want you to get your thoughts on this
1: mm. and and also
4: consider this, because here's the new wrinkle to it before you render a final verdict. He apparently in kibitzing with Sal, apparently Simmons thinks he quit the league. oh, he's out so we not now we have to replace him. let's get some uh so let's get some big name in there, and it'll be fun. No, no. He's just laying down for a year. He thinks, "Oh, I'm just going to take, I'm going to take the year off so that Damashek doesn't get to kick me out." But then I'll see you guys in 2019. That mm. is what I want you to meditate on. Mm. And we'll kibitz about this and the final verdict from Adam Carolla on this uh, issue of our Times Podcast One Sports. Good sports out.
0: Good sports. This week at AdamCarolla.com, take a knee with Adam Carolla and Sean
3: Dowdell. There's nothing more common than someone with talent who has no ambition because they think the talent's enough to get them through it. If you study any great, whether it be entrepreneur, whether it be sports player, whether it be radio host, if you look, and the reason people think it happens overnight is because by the time they hear of you, you're doing great. You're this phenomenon or whatever it is that they're looking at. They're going, wow, he just showed up overnight. Well, if you look deeper, 99, I'm willing to bet 100% of the time, you're going to find that this person's been working for the last 15, 20 years. The 10,000-hour rule. By the time you hear of them, they've put in that 10,000-hour-plus work schedule into whatever it is that they're doing, and that's why they're great. It's not because they just showed up one day on the basketball court and became Michael Jordan. It just doesn't work like that. Subscribe to Take
0: a Knee with Adam Carolla. For a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. And get unlimited access to Adam Carolla's archives. Sign up for Podcast One Premium. Use the Podcast One app or click the link at adamcarolla.com.
5: At one time my dad took me to the hospital to translate for him. Made me wear my white first communion suit. (laughs) The doctor tells me, tell your father he has back spasms. I'm like, man, I never heard that word in English or Spanish. (laughs) I was nervous. I didn't want to tell my father. So I started translating English to Spanish the way I saw white people do it. I just put an O after every word. (laughs) Papi, you have a back spasmo. My dad said, what, que cabrón? Paco <laughs> Spasmo, <laughs> <laughs> you have estúpido.
0: Felipe Esparza
1: on the Adam Carolla Show. Oh, this is going to lead me to something funny and possibly offensive. Felipe, I'm a uh, big fan. Thank you. I'm honored. I, uh, again, as uh, organic as it can be, just went home, turned on the TV one night on HBO. There was your special, and I watched the entire thing. I really
5: wow. Thank thought you. it was incredible. Thank you very much for watching it.
1: I uh, I, I I got into this with my uh, Guatemalan nanny last night. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I, a I have fun with her, but I realized you could... You could do this. You could do this too. I think we could play this game. So I'll 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 get to it in a second. Uh, first, I want to say that the uh, that uh, uh, I want to thank LifeLock, and you can visit LifeLock.com slash Adam and save ten uh, percent. Also, uh, go to TrueCar, TrueCar com, download the app, and uh, Geico as well. Save fifteen percent on your car insurance, and uh, thank them for uh, making this half of the show possible. Uh, so uh, you you got this great a hard-scrabbled you know upbringing and and crazy crazy background and it it's all in the the up but it it's it's very organic and it's very specific and it's very clear that these things happen like this is this is the Such way is material. And, Yes. uh I grew up in the same minus the spanish part I grew up the same kind of background just super poor and downtrodden and all the stupid things you do To not only, it's, it's like, it's almost like we worked at being poor. Like we, we didn't go a day without reminding ourselves just how downtrodden and poor, you know, like I can't afford it. We, the car takes gas and you can't order anything on this side of the menu. Like it's all that stuff, but you grew up that way too, right?
5: Yes. Um, my mom, she used to sell Avon door to door to people and, um, she would make me go collect the money.
2: <laughs> You're the Repo muscle guy. i was the
5: muscle, bro. And then I would see kids in school, and I would see them. What's up, man? Your mom gonna pay or what? Yeah, tell, oh, you
3: tell your mom, feels twenty two dollars.
5: Where did you grow up? I grew up in um, Boyle Heights. Um, it's like people confuse it to East LA, but um, I'm right like closer to downtown LA. It's Boyle Heights. I grew up in a gated community. The windows were gated, trendy. the back door was gated. <laughs> real bad neighborhood. I remember a restaurant parked in front of my house.
1: Now <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, that it's was a, trendy it's back in then.
5: The pro- <laughs> But I grew up in the housing projects, it's different from the trendy area. Like, I grew up with police officers all day long. Like, we had our own police officers for the projects, we had police authority housing project police in the, project. in the projects and then they got off at two in the morning then the LAPD replaced them at oh, night yeah. so we had um constant police but we we had I live I live in a drug-infested and neighborhood
1: and you grew up where's your dad
5: my dad is he, he's at home he was working he's the arc welder he he worked as a welder worked all day nine to five my mom she volunteered at the elementary school and then later on when they they needed someone to be the nurse they hired her to be the the nurse at school
1: and you started going down that path with the teen pregnancy and the gangs and the drugs and everything right yes um right away like um
5: in my neighborhood there was a lot of breakdancing at first people were breakdancing and i didn't know how to breakdance but i was good at shoplifting so <laughs> i was still the merch i was still i was still white gloves and <laughs> tennis shoes and pretty much everything i could sell to these breakdancers and later on, um, crack came into the picture, and we stopped gang, we stopped break dancing, we started selling crack for the Crips.
2: Wow!
1: And how did uh, so? Are you officially in a gang at this point?
5: No, I'm not in a gang no more. I'm too old. But no, I uh, mean
1: at that time.
5: At the time, yes, I got jumped in.
1: How do you get jumped in?
5: It was funny. I was hanging around as a prospect for a long time. You know, just hanging around and getting into trouble with them. And then one day somebody asked me, hey, Batman, you want to get jumped in? And I couldn't say no, because if I would have said no, they'd probably beat me up for being a punk. So I just said, yes, I'm ready to get jumped in. And I saw the guy next to me, and I just punched him in the face. (laughs) And I made his nose, his mouth bleed. And then everybody jumped me for like 13 seconds. It
3: was a crossing guard. (laughs) Yes. real honor. He was just making up with his girlfriend.
5: That's right. And I just punched him.
1: Yeah, and then everyone just sort of jumps yes, on you. Jumped on my face, my head, they kicked me. And uh, then when they're done with that little scrum, then you're in the gang.
5: Open arms. <laughs> yes. We love you, homie. <laughs> Sorry to uh, kick, kick you with my Nike Cortez. <laughs> so, you when, got jumped in, in in junior high,
3: not to a gang, but like you to know, your friends, uh, Ray and Chris.
2: Well, being peed on isn't yeah, the same thing. You got
3: jumped in.
1: Well, yeah, I, I, my friends were f- uh, a form of constant physical assault and abuse that I never really looked at as that way. But yes, they would physically assault me. But I did get jumped in I did get jumped in uh, when I got into that street fight where the guy hit me with the bat and the other guy broke the bottle on me and all that kind of stuff. Which, Damn, um, you want a Raider game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just in the, we're just tailgating yeah. and uh, Marcus a, Allen
3: went for one eighty five that day.
1: It was at a certain point, all those guys did jump on me and have, for a, a shortish period of time attempt to, and you just go into this kind of fetal position. Uh, do. I remained on my feet but in a still kind of a standing fetal position Jeez. and they just throw as many punches at any part they can do uh, so it was about 4 or 5 guys that did that to me so I, I have a little taste of what that that's like it, it's, it's actually it's surprisingly it's not a totally effective way to really beat somebody, somebody up Don't but tell it still them. doesn't feel good
5: I think 3 people will do more damage than 10 people
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, it's like a porn. Yeah. It's, two, th- yeah, it's <laughs> three, too many. It's too many. There's too many. Too many. There's too
5: many. There's too many. <laughs> yeah. You have the director there.
1: Yeah. And are you with me, in, uh, Felipe, when you're trying to set the gangbang record, the way to do it is fresh cock? You can't have guys circling around. No. You can't oh, yeah. have no, the same man. 13 guys yeah. come around new, again. New cock. You got to have new cock. New cop. ones, yeah. man. Like got to have that showroom smell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, so y- how do you, so I feel like I was a million miles away from comedy and you were a billion miles away from comedy in as- as terms of how you grew up.
5: No, actually, um we, I, there was a lot of funny people in my neighborhood, like there was a guy named Lamar Repos, he was good at making fun of people's mothers. And, um, he did
3: mom work. He, like, he, like he, he work. was like,
5: your mother's so old, her nipples look like saladitos. You know, like whatever, you know, or your mom. so, you have so many dads. But um, I had a friend growing up named Jackie Escalera, and his father was a Vietnam vet. His name was Ray Escalera, and they lived across the street from the projects, I so Jackie, they thought they were right? better than us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they lived right across the street from the projects, <laughs> right across the street. And um, they they had a garage. They had a, a two-story home, but we lived in the projects. And one day, he introduced me to um, comedy. He plays a... A Bill Cosby album. Oh
3: my brother I had, I had show. My
5: brother Russell, whom I sleep with, and um we listened to it all night. I memorized it, went home, I want to be a comedian. Oh nice. How old were you? I was thirteen.
1: Wow. So how now but at a certain point you how old were you when you had your first child?
5: I was 17,
1: 18. So you're in high school basically, you you have you have a child. You're living in the projects. You're um, stealing uh, gloves for breakdancing. <laughs> what? What? How? How do you figure to make it? How, do you, oh, how do you start making the, it toward comedy?
5: Oh, uh, before that, um, I had no money when my when my girl got pregnant. I, I had I don't know how to make money. I had no job skills. So I went to go ask my friend who I grew up with, some guy named he's passed away already, um, Coco Ronald Ronald Page. He passed away already. Um, I went to him. And he was a crip. And I walked up, to, I went to his house and I knocked. Hey, listen, man, I have no money. Can you help me out? Can you give me anything to do? Like, if you have anything I could do for you. So he gave me like $100 worth of crack in a little bag. He goes to go sell that and come back. But anyways, my first time selling crack, I get robbed oh. by gunpoint. Like, they robbed me, they beat me up. And have to go back to his house and tell him, "Listen, man, no." Oh. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Fool me once. I went back and I said, "Listen, man, it's my first day of work. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I to watch my back. <laughs> I don't know. I'm supposed to go to strangers, so I need some more crack. I need some more crack." <laughs> he said, "Forget that, cuz we're gonna go get them fools." <gasps> so immediately he he hands me a, a a loaded pistol. Like this is my first day selling crack. Within an hour, I'm already like holding a pistol. I'm wearing a blue rag and we're both looking for those guys. And, um, he's like, he, 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 I said, I think it was those guys over there, but it was dark. I don't know who they were. He grabbed one of the guys and he gun slaps them, like pistol whips them and he points a gun at him. And he tells me, is this the guy? Let me tell me right now. So I could just shoot him in the head. Is this the guy? And I was so scared, man. I think I peed on my pants. I, I think I pooped on myself or something <laughs> and I was shaking. I said, no, no, no. it wasn't him. But yeah. by, by the end of the night, they found out that we were looking for them. And they, they went to his house, and they brought back the crack, and they brought extra cash. Jesus. Wow. They told us we're sorry, and it never happened again. That showed them. That's
1: him. sweet of them. Wow. Uh, yes.
2: I don't want to jump ahead too much, but um, I know that you- it seems like you owe a, a, a decent debt of gratitude to somebody who's pretty famous in Southern California, in Los Angeles, Father Boyle. Yes, and so you actually know him, the creator, really of Homeboy yeah, Industries, uh, who's now now nationally known.
1: They're at LAX, by the way. They have a bakery.
5: <laughs> yeah, they, they do. They do. They do. They're, yeah. they're
2: in lots of grocery stores. It's huge, and and you know him.
5: Yeah, I grew up with him. He well, he, he saw me grow up as a child. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, helped he helped me out. out because, this... He helped me out in nineteen. I think the like, late early nineties. I got into a fight with someone in the neighborhood. I was on PCP, and um, um, this guy started, we started fighting, and he was an older man. You know, he was 30, and I was 21. So to me, 30 years old, it was like old, like oh, you're sure. an old man. Sure. You're a veteran already. You shouldn't be here. You're a grown man. So I, I'm not a fight. I'm not a good fighter. You know, I'm not a boxer like Adam, you know. You're on PCP, though. Yeah. <laughs> have super yeah, strength. I'm, the, a, 10 I'm 10. the incredible, the incredible Hulk. <laughs> so, this guy starts hitting me and he's choking me to death. And I don't know how to get out of it. Um, he's strangling me. So, I'm, I grab his face and I bit half of the ear off.
2: Mm. Full Tyson. Yeah.
5: yeah. Tyson hacked me.
1: <laughs> and how did they, uh, the house father boil then? i yeah.
5: no, that, Father Father, that was Father Boy. That was Father Boyle <laughs> <laughs> Boy doesn't know this is happening. Um, this is a horrible beating. And I don't, rem- I don't remember what happened, but they told me that um, I bit a deer off, and I took my belt off, and I was whipping him like a runaway slave in the neighborhood. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he had echo and mehiko on his back from my belt. <laughs> and I woke up the next day with a, a lot of blood on me, and I found out that they wanted to kill me now. And they were looking for me, and I couldn't go home because they were waiting by my mom. They're like, they were actually sitting on my mom's porch oh my waiting. God. So I went to Father Greg Boyle, and he, he put me in his van and he prayed and he took me t- to a rehab, um, live again recovery homes. And I, st- <sighs> I stood there for a year hiding. But a I, year. Like, I really did, didn't want to. Did wanna, you believe
2: in the program or you were just trying no. to hide
5: out? I was hiding. I didn't want to <laughs> stop drinking and stop doing drugs. But I took a year to realize that I had a problem.
1: Uh, such an interesting story and and the uh, it translates uh into stand up so amazingly well even though these things sound so dark but there's so many great punchlines, and it's just it's just such a such a great stand up special so you can uh you can go to HBO Go and you can uh, check it out and uh you can also uh see him at the Vic Theater I played there and we played there in uh, Chicago that's coming up uh, Friday, January 12th. That's this Friday. And then the New York PlayStation Theater, that is uh, Saturday, January 13th. A very unlikely subject, but uh, an incredible story and and just a really good stand-up special. So check Thank that you. out. Um, all right. Shall we do – oh, the game. Yeah, I'll play this game with you. I'm, I'm, sc- I'm going to screw it up a little bit. I'll uh, tease it. First, I'll tell you about LifeLock. Then we'll do some news. LifeLock, man, doing a little post-holiday shopping, are you, Mm, from your mobile device? Scammers can steal your credit card info and other data with phony retail apps and clean you out, man. Only download apps from reputable stores and read reviews for for complaints about malware. It's 2018 now, people. Let's take care of ourselves. Let's get some LifeLock. One in four people experience identity theft if you're only monitoring your credit. Your identity can be stolen in ways you may not detect. Mm-hmm. So let's get uh, those thieves on the run with LifeLock. <laughs> they can sell your info on the dark web. They can go uh, online and get the payday loan in your name. And <laughs> uh, it, LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats. If you have a problem, their U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. They're the industry standard. They are. Lifelock. Dawson. No one can prevent
0: all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Lifelock can uncover threats that you might miss. Join now and get 10% with 10% off with promo code Adam. Call 1-800-Lifelock or go to lifelock.com. Use promo code Adam. That's Adam to save 10% now.
5: You know, my brother, he got arrested, uh, before when I was doing stand-up comedy and he knew my birth certificate. He knew my birth name. He knew my social. He knew my everything. And when he got arrested, he used my name. <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. And he, didn't go to, and he didn't go to court. When he was supposed to go to court, so I had a warrant for my arrest. When I was on last comic standing, they did a thorough background check, mm-hmm. and they asked me, Felipe, were you arrested for possession of crack? I said, listen, man, I haven't been arrested in 1991, and they was my brother who stole my identity. Should have had life Jesus, That's messed up. But does that work for that, though? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure, not sure yeah. I'm yeah. sure, like, if I would have known Adam's last name and birth certificate, yeah. and I get arrested and I say his name, I'm pushing sure the cops are going to
1: check.
2: You're halfway there. He doesn't even have a middle name. I, my name is
5: right. Adam Cornelio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, So I was playing this game last night. It just reminded me of your uh, opening bit we heard with your father and the back spasms, and it's uh, a funny thing. So uh, I do this thing. It delights my son. Uh He's 11. I have uh, my Guatemalan nanny, Olga, in the kitchen, and I go, wow, watch this, sonny. <laughs> These guys... All the big words, they rip off from us. They got their own easy words, but they always rip off our big words. And then Olga goes, what are you talking about? And I go, how do you say dictionary in Spanish? Felipe? Diccionario. Yeah. <laughs> That's the same, the same word. Yeah. How do you say bucket? Vale. Yeah, see, that ain't yes, it. Uh, uh, ball, uh, bucket, yeah. dog. Yeah, Perro. Yeah, pero. Pero. yeah nothing, nothing like it. But university?
5: What? How do you you know where to see that? Come on oh,
1: yeah. See, all the big ones. Yeah. All, all the, the good ones. ones. All, the tough all the big ones,
5: ones. <laughs> we take, but the little ones we, we still like. We, parking, we made it up. We don't say parking. We, we, it's, it's supposed to be estaciona, but we say parqueo. Oh. How do you
1: guys do uh, asparagus? ¿Qué oh, really? <laughs> eso?
5: We don't know what it is. What's you that? don't know what it is. Uh, zucchini.
1: Asper-
5: calabaza. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: You got your own word for zucchini. We have. I'm um, going to tell uh, (laughs) Olga. We call
5: it calabaza for pumpkin and zucchini.
1: Oh, Oh, really? Oh, 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 for squash. If the squash
5: is for calabaza.
2: (laughs) Esparragos. Esparragos. Oh, see? I
1: never noticed, see? Close enough. (laughs) That's that's my whole point. (laughs) (laughs) point. So if I can get lucky, I can rattle off five or six big things that that sound exactly like ours with an O at the end, and then I pick super easy words that sound completely different. I go, they're ripping us off. (laughs) They rip off the tough ones. Like Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. Oh,
2: yeah. oh <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Should we do a little uh, news? Let's do it. Gina do Grad. It. Give me the news with Grad.
5: News with Gina Grad. Breaking viral. All those crazy Trump tweets. Give me news with Gina Grad. Trouble in the Middle
0: East. Celebrity drunk meltdown. Seek news with Gina. Gina Grad. The News with Gina. Gina Grad.
2: Well, if you loved William Hung and other truly awful American Idol wannabes. Remember William Hung, by the sure. way? She banged, she banged. Yeah, you, that's
1: the guy that pulled off the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> Got <$1. It's> like, <laughs> $1.7 million. Right, the I doctor, think. the pharmacist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw
3: that dude getting off an airplane shortly after that, like on Southwest, actually. And uh, he, he the, the, the people waiting to line up for the next flight erupted in applause. They were uh, so happy to see William Hong. Really? Yes. This well, is, you know, William Hong's riding high at this point. Those days
2: are over. She You're bangs be was charting. Disappointed when the show returns this spring to ABC. Producer Trish Kanane tells Hollywood Reporter, quote, it doesn't feel comfortable to put borderline unstable people up on the stage and laugh at them. I think the people once thought that the judges saw everyone. And now, you know, there's a line of producers who screen before them. We want the humor, but we don't want the exploitation. The new idol uh, with judges Katy Perry, Lionel Richie and Luke Bryan premieres on March 11th and it'll be a little more upscale a little more mainstream mm. did they have a big
3: going this. away thing like Isles ending yeah i thought like, it was, was like the
1: whole thing
2: like yeah. a big farewell it's and, like kiss they can go back on tour yeah
1: we can't let anything with any name recognition Absolutely. go no. anywhere roseanne's coming back yes. to the air yeah she's you know. such an amazing talent. she wants
5: to run for president
1: now Ugh.
5: roseanne
2: oh good She yeah. yeah she's been saying that for a while mm. I'm happy to see John Goodman back on the air. I am, too. Well, health officials in Salt Lake County, Utah, are warning residents that an estimated 2,000 of them could have been exposed to hepatitis A at a local 7-Eleven, according to CNN. So
1: moins. (laughs)
2: <laughs> is that what yeah. it is
1: they spread that man Yeah,
2: <laughs> people who visited the location in West Jordan between December 26th and January 3rd could be at risk if they used a restroom in the store or consumed certain food items well that could to never happen
1: department. in LA I know yeah. I never, you go, never, you go never. to a 7-Eleven go can I use your, no, you no, we have, no no not no 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 you buy no you buy case of the Twinkie. Key. No, we don't. No, we don't have. Yeah, like the, there's no such thing as using. I <laughs> laughed my goddamn ass off the other day when somebody tweeted me. Like when I was going on one of my rants when they were trying to explain. You know, every once every, three times a year, <laughs> some asshole comes in here and tries to explain. Some asshole comes in here who with a law degree who went to the University of Michigan. They try to come in and explain to me about my white privilege and how I don't know I have white privilege and all. Even even though I, I was on welfare and cleaned up duck ditches on construction. I still have white privilege. And then somebody tweeted me, they go, oh, yeah, you don't know your white privilege – you don't know it every time you use the bathroom at a filling station or at a corner store Bad where they example. let you ride in. It's Bad like, example. You let you let it a perfect way. example, asshole. There is no, you don't get to use bathrooms at gas stations in LA. They tell everyone to get the hell out of there. That's true. Every time. Oh, right this way, Mr. Yes. Corolla. <laughs> oh, yes. Dude, um, I dude,
2: think dude, only like LAPD. <laughs> Do Only
1: the
5: LAPD that allows you the restroom of Seven Eleven. I think you're right. That's a good point. Well, yeah.
2: the, the department says that the possible HEP-A exposure occurred when an Infected employee worked while ill and potentially handled all the food items in the store. The case is believed to be connected to a wider Hep A outbreak in the area that's been going on. Since what? Off- Who's
5: Who the hell's eating fruit from Seven Eleven? There's
2: this thing which is <laughs> I you don't peel. <laughs>
1: I can't figure it out, but. You could go to the A.M.P.M. or the Seven Eleven or the corner, whatever. They have that weird hot dog purgatory spinner, oh, graveyard yeah. spinner thing, and it's filled with no, it's not good. Well, no, They're sort of like the injected with cheese, and they have that. some sort of synthesized chili and uh, like pump yeah, cheese or whatever. Some
3: sort of, and some sort of uh, casing, and it looks yes. Like, yes. It's
1: not natural. It's a, it's a it looks like a disaster to me, and it's. 81 cents cheaper than the In and Out burger if you go across yeah. the street. Yeah. Why wouldn't you go get an In and Out burger? Like it's I if, if one There's, was free and the other was $23, <laughs> I would get it. I'd mm. still pay the $23, but I would get it. But one is a buck 79 and the other's 239. You could get a good version. Mm-hmm. Why would you why? Who is that? What goes on? Cuz the Arco man 7 711 man, you yeah. get a nacho
5: yeah you cover up your nachos, man, and you put a hot dog on top of it, you cover it with the cheese. <laughs> how you steal two go. hot dogs, man.
1: <laughs> oh, that's how you steal hot dogs.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you put them under a, a veil of cheese. That's good. I right. always do that. Put the hot dog on the bottom and I put the cheese, the chips on top then then pour cheese over it. Oh, shrewd. You're, you're
2: a genius.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah.
2: I don't know if this is...
1: International jewel <laughs> thief. <theme.
3: laughs>
1: <laughs> so debonair. Stealing hair.
3: wieners. You tell me if I should be ashamed this of this. This is
1: Casino Royale stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you you tell me
3: if this is worthy of shame. So not that long ago, I'll say four years ago, uh about twenty five, thirty of my friends uh decided to do a like food network style <coughs> cooking challenge <coughs> where all the ingredients had to be bought from seven eleven.
5: Ooh. The seven mm-hmm.
3: eleven cooking challenge, and there were four teams, people, our friends paired up or whatever it was, you know, three or four people to a team, and they made uh a Full course dinner, Cheeto encrusted what? Yeah, there were there were Cheeto encrusted. I I could I'll do the research and figure out what well, this is. Four years ago, but it was so. Uh, Christy uh, made a dessert, obviously, and then we made a whole challenge, and we did a. We, we I was one of the judges. I like it, guys. It was here, awesome. Right? It was it was it was stupid. It was a huge waste of time, but it was it yeah. was fun.
1: I I like these little exercises because it's one of those. White folk out of problems, mm-hmm. things. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the, it's, 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 it's the food version of a tough mutter, <laughs> yeah. which is like we don't really have any obstacles, so we have to pay for someone to lay down obstacles <laughs> so that we can then jump in the mud. And then Feel when we're drawn, it was exactly done, it done. It will drink a Michelob Ultra <laughs> with really good-looking people. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. Like that. That is. I like it because it suggests out of problems. <laughs>
3: oh, talked to Christina. Zero I was problems. On the menu that night. That was a. Wow. Yes, nice.
1: I like the idea that you uh, smuggle the hot dogs out under a veil of cheese. See, I yeah, would man. do it a totally different way that I don't even really get into <laughs> right here. Because I'm ashamed. I really am ashamed. He'd be but now that it. I know this one, I feel like an idiot. Oh, oh man. Be- oh, I I say, I'm out in the parking lot washing down <laughs> on the hot dogs, scrubbing down the hot all dogs. My f-
5: all my movie theater food, I buy a 7-Eleven or at Arco A M P M.
1: Right. Smuggle I take it, it in. into
5: the theater. So,
1: right. Show them. That's yeah.
5: Smart. Mm-hmm. I've taken a whole pizza in there before. How? Really? How? You just gotta just put it all in slices in a Tupperware jar and just okay. wa- put it in your backpack, walk in there. I used to mm-hmm. like a six
3: pack of beer in, in high school. Bottles. It,
5: yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That, one, one tipped over and rolled over. Yeah, sorry, all it's, it's the, 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 the longest down, roll, roll the ever. I've I, I, I I eaten menudo in a Coke cup inside a movie theater. You brought menudo. <laughs> he just went up
2: to you. Went the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I was
3: gonna say,
5: I got nothing, man.
1: That's got to smell, though, weird, right? It does right? smell, Entrails man.
2: Tomato paste.
1: Also, you can't go to any
5: movie theater, like in Silver Lake. You got to go to movie theater, like City of Commerce, yeah. Monterey Park, El If it says
1: it, Magic Johnson, you got to go. Yeah, yeah. you're no. in. Yeah. If somebody, and also, just trying to think, like, you know, once in a while, like, remember when you were a kid, and they put stuff in, like, this weird... Tupperware containers, the drink containers or the juice containers or something oh, yeah. in the fridge, the and you take a hit off it, and you thought it was orange juice, but it was milk, yep. or you thought yep, it was yep, milk, yep, and yep. it was yeah. orange juice. You had know, this weird shock yep. look on your face. Yep. Imagine taking a hit off what you thought was a Coke <laughs> and it's Menudo. <laughs> well, that would be the most devastating <laughs> oh, second half of your life. You, you would you would pull por- your own face off. Like you go insane. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's disgusting.
1: What yeah. is Gumbo?
2: Why is this Mountain Dew so spongy? <laughs> Menudo is
1: made out of cow stomach. Yeah. Uh, Cow
5: lining,
2: stomach uh,
1: lining. You get you smuggled <laughs> it in in a cup. Oh, <laughs> he's proud. He's you, proud
3: you look at those polar bears totally <laughs> differently.
1: I told you, uh, I didn't tell Philippe. But uh, when I I work with a guy named Philippe, uh, and uh, when we did uh, install closets in uh, Burbank, and and he made uh, his wife made him tacos out of cactus uh nopales and yeah, no, pa the fact that you have a name for that but you don't have no one for pumpkin is sad to me but they it's like when i said where do you buy cactus he just pointed at the hills of burbank he's like up there just go the get five it
5: freeway yeah
1: by, off the five freeway he wow. sent his old lady with a machete off the freeway just to go rust this go hustle up some dinner that's, man
2: that's how it's done hmm yeah
1: Cactus is like your tofu, right?
5: A cactus more like, yeah, I would say so because we put on everything. We could put it on eggs, tofu. It was, yeah, eggs. It, it, you could put it in stew. You it, could didn't like it, it, did, it, it didn't
1: seem like it. Tacos. It didn't taste like anything to me. It just absorbs whatever it's sitting in, right? It's like
5: soury green beans.
1: Mm. Uh, does it? Yeah. Yeah, he had this stuff in so much sort of beef broth and bouillon or whatever that it took the flavor. Did he have it inside of of a, a jar that said butter? <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, the
1: Tupperware thing, the the par the, the Bar- 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 thing can't remember it had a whole stack of tortillas, and he was just making them in the van. Anyway, sorry. That was pretty good. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, some of Disney's hotels are getting rid of the Do Not Disturb signs in exchange for room-occupied signs so that staffers can check up on people in the rooms at least once a day. Hilton Hotels and Resorts are also changing their policy. They actually changed it back in November. The hotel hotel chain said the new policy recommends that staffers alert a security manager after 24 hours of consecutive Do Not Disturb sign usage.
1: I don't like this because I always do it and I just want to be left alone. Yeah, don't
2: clean the room.
1: Yeah, I just feel like I can handle it. Like Brian says, you wouldn't have someone come in mm-hmm. every day and like make up right. your bedroom. I just feel like goes. it's my space. Well, it always yeah. feels weird. I feel like I have to tidy up or something. No,
2: I'm with you. But you're you're pretty much not who this is for. Oh, so though, so this though, is for the law Yeah, gunman. though Disney won't confirm this is the reason. The changes follow the massacre over at the Mandalay Bay Hotel yeah. in Las Vegas. Well, this is They're, a lawyer
1: thing, right? Oh, like, of course. Someone's going to get sued.
2: Of course. But, so this dude, remember, whatever the hell his name was, he spent 10 days moving suit cases in with all these weapons and right. he left his do not disturb sign up and right. they didn't disturb right. him and now they're I all I get it him.
1: but here's where I would like some profiling which is when then me my wife and my kids go into the thing let's not get on that list right. have the weird you know the guy who's 54 with weird frames and strange the male pattern class, ball a yeah. balding thing coming up with endless sacks of duffel bags that make clanking sounds let's get Let's go. Let's just do. It's called. Let's. It's like policing. You know what I mean. Let, this thing where it's like now nobody or everyone or or you know uh, every every woman who's just traveling alone has to have the same the
2: same thing. Yes, it's like it's right.
1: unnecessary.
2: You it's going go
5: to yeah. be tough for prop comics to load their stuff <laughs> in the hotel right. room.
2: Their own hampers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Think. Yeah. I'm Kerita, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah.
2: You want to go full David Ben Gurion Airport in Israel? Yes, Okay. yes. Profile that way. Mm-hmm. Well, North and South Korea held their first talks in more than two years, and in the end, North Korea announced it is sending a full delegation to the Winter Olympics in South Korea next month, including athletes and high-ranking officials. Two North Korean figure skaters have already qualified for the Games. The decision still needs the approval of
1: the IOC. North Korea spoke to South Korea, Yeah, and they're going to...
2: The are BFFs now because they want their athletes over there. Still yeah. has to be approved by the IOC in Geneva because North Korea missed the deadline to register for the games. I'm sure that's the only problem. Mm-hmm. Other details also need to be worked out, such as how the delegation will be able to travel to South Korea. So it's going to be confusing, but they're okay. going to give it a try. It's for, a road trip. For, for dear leader. It's a good road trip. Yeah. <sighs> Buddy so comedy.
1: Weird. Did anybody think in 2018 the world would still be this way? Like with this, so much of this, like...
3: You think we'd have it solved
1: I don't know it not not it solved per se, but that they're just like you know, I grew up, so I'm born in nineteen sixty four so you know there's there's World War II is over, and uh there was the Korean conflict and that was pretty short, buttoned up, then we start into Vietnam, then we get out of Vietnam, and then we get out of Vietnam. And we don't even know where the Middle East is. And a lot of these places we're talking about are just like, they're not even on anyone's map or tip of their tongue or, or anything. And I don't know, just, you know, Israel seemed to be just, I, I don't know, they seem to be going along. There wasn't that much talk about what, I, I just feel like, I, I, f- I felt like there were like two things. Like I felt like, the internet was going to solve a lot of confusion and it's created more confusion. And I felt like opening everything up with the internet, with air travel, with with it sort of it takes a village now. We're all just one big global community and stuff. I just thought this stuff would start to go away, and it it's
3: not going away. Yeah, like you said, can you imagine in twenty eighteen dot dot dot? It is crazy that there is a country, a large country, a powerful country, North Korea to a certain extent, that essentially has information blackout for their for their citizens. Yeah. Like they don't have they the don't internet. Get internet. They, that's crazy. It's like yeah. you said, you thought the internet would open everything up. And well, China has a, a lot of
2: restrictions too, and that that's talk about insane, a world power. Though. Yeah. I think
3: that this country is large-ish countries countries that have just – their citizens are completely unaware of what goes on in the outside world.
2: That's bizarre.
1: Yeah. Well, also the part that's kind of insane is I think if you – you can never get this far and – this doesn't exist, but, I mean, if you talk to everyone in China and you talk to everyone in North Korea, they'd be like, oh, we just want to raise our kids and have some food and, like, and en- enjoy our lives and uh, have a jet ski, like, or whatever it is. Like, well, It's not like nobody there wants what we have, you know, freedom and access to information and ability to start a family and have have whatever, like, it, we all want it. That's the thing. you think they would – but I know they don't know any better and they don't have access and this is part of the, the blackout and, and embargoes and all that stuff. But it's just it's so weird that here we are in the future and it's all all yeah. pretty much the same.
2: Well, and everybody like,
1: wants yeah. Jordans. That's yeah, right. Man. I want Jordans.
2: And that's I always think about Cuba. I mean, it's like this. Well, yeah, it was,
5: you, you know, like, de coño, not Cuba, por favor. Is that Cuba? That's yeah. exactly
2: what I was going to say. Right. I'm done. That, you made my point perfect. Yeah, doesn't
1: everyone in Cuba want a car that was built after 1956? <laughs> that's like, what I'm
2: saying. It's like the land of time forgot. You want to share with Toyota parts. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they just. I, don't, doesn't everyone just want
1: to enjoy themselves and eat out, eat uh, out, play not the lottery a little, and drive a newer, drive a Prius or something? LPS. Like why? Why not? Yeah. I it's so. All right. Anyway.
2: Well, it's been named the number one company to work for on Glassdoor's 2018 Best Places to Work list of the U.S. companies. Yeah, Digital. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. More than 1,000 employees have to be employed. The list is based entirely on employee feedback. I have the top 10 and, of course, the number one. Um, I figure there's five mentioning on the list that are pretty famous, so I'll, I'll give you those.
1: Well, I've been to the Pixar campus. I've been to the Pixar campus. I've also been to the one that's like up the street. Do
2: they have a 1,000 employees? Here. Didn't make the list. I would imagine that would be why. I was
3: going to say, great place to work. they got to be pretty
2: cheap.
1: Pretty well, I, they, there's a campus down the street here that has there's hundreds Dreamworks? of people floating around. That's DreamWorks. Uh, and then Pixar been to up, no, yeah, up north. That's big. Pixar's Disney. I don't know how you do the Pixar and the Disney part. But if you go to the one that's in Emeryville, I think, and you go to this, there's... Tons of people. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's not, not enough. Happy. Maybe it's not enough. Or maybe yeah. they're not that happy. But that seems well, like Google a pretty good course, place to work.
2: Google was number five out of ten. What about if Facebook's on the list, too? Maybe it is. It's number one. Oh, very um, Also, In-N-Out Burger.
3: In-N-Out. In-N-Out Burger. Their happiest employees are supposedly uh, very satisfied.
2: Yes. Uh, Google Lululemon Athletica and St. Jude uh, Children's Research Hospital. Those are some of the ones that made the list for the best companies to work for with the happiest hey, Jude. employees. Does exactly.
3: Lululemon do anything notable that... On their clothing companies? No, I mean, for sweatpants. their em- for their employees, I mean, like they, they probably get, get a hefty probably discount. Hefty discount. Yeah, yeah. I know somebody who works there. Yeah, they even uh, they offer free uh, like workout classes, classes and gym what?
4: things like that. I
5: thought the laugh
1: at you was going to be one of
2: them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do employ a lot of people.
5: Yeah, Jay Masado, great boss, <laughs>
1: Jamie. Right? Uh, yeah, the. Uh, yeah, it was funny. We're talking. Uh, you can listen to uh, this upcoming uh, "Reasonable Doubt." We had the lawyer from the guy who got canned from Google for. Right. Oh
2: yes, for the, uh, the diversity essay. For making
1: an essay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's suing him for wrongful termination. So uh, we'll see what we'll see what happens. And you can uh, listen to that was a Friday night. That'll come Saturday. Out. Saturday morning. When is that? they fired him? Friday <clears throat> night, Saturday morning. He made the mistake of writing down the truth and sending it to somebody. <laughs> and uh, when people heard the <laughs> truth about why there's less female programmers than male programmers and a few other parts of the truth, uh, then they uh, quickly uh, canned him. Because, the problem was uh, he, he spoke the truth, not his sp- truth. He spoke the truth. Right. He didn't speak his truth. He spoke the truth. Right. And then they canned him because they disagree with him, so, which is... <laughs> It's a great thing. And then they write letters. Well, while we value diversity and diversity in opinion and diversity in political thought. Have the right diverse opinion. He's crossed the you're line fire. and now we're firing him. Yeah. I, love, I love how they value something, when yeah. they go wrong. Now, now you're gone. Yep. Yeah. I, they have to know, like, firing people you disagree with.
3: That is the ultimate irony when you write, you know... For, a bit of a, a dictatorship. And also
1: your Google. I thought the whole idea was just sharing these ideas all over the place. His 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 statement was pretty well thought out and based in uh, a lot of a lot of science. And they just shit-canned him because they didn't like the way it sounded.
2: Ironically, anyone could have Googled it and come up with the same thing that he said.
1: Right. Or so, binged it. Anyway. Yeah. Hopefully or ask uh, Hopefully. Yeah, that's uh, James... James uh, Demore was his name. Uh, Saturday morning on Reasonable Doubt, we have uh, Harmeet Dillon, his uh, his lawyers on the on the blower with uh, me and Mark. Yeah, last one. What do we got? Or well, one more? Oh, hold on. Let okay. me tell you about the uh, mm-hmm. True Car. That's right. True Car MSRP. Do you know what that stands for? Do you know what it means? Do you know uh, what about invoice list price dealer price? It's all can be a little confusing. Introducing True Car from True Car. True. Car, man. Know exactly. I'm saying true price, I should say. Introducing true price from true car. Know exactly what you'll pay, including fees, accessories, before you get to the dealership. You lock it in. You go online. You go to your true car certified dealer. You get your true price. You get it locked in. You get your certificate. And then you show up and you pick up the exact car that you saw online. Certified dealers set their true price competitively. So they can win your business. That's right. It's an open market out there. you got to compete. So when you're ready to buy new or you're ready to buy used, visit True Car to enjoy more confident. Car buying experience. It is true. Car some features not available in all states. All right, let's do one more.
2: All right. Well, I've been excited about this one for you. A Pennsylvania family had an emotional reunion last week with their dog, whom they thought was gone forever after an eagle swooped down and flew oh. away with it. Yeah. Oh. Monica Newhart said her brother. That's
1: Darwin taking out the trash. <laughs> yep. You, that's not enough dog. If you you don't have enough, these people are traveling around with these you know nine pound yeah. dogs and these. I don't get all the labradoodles and stuff. I, I know, know they're that, not small, but I mean, just get a, get even a cool Even at the dog. airport,
5: like, really, this this, this is a... Like, some of these dogs, they have medical vests, yeah. like, uh, yeah. support. They're so little. Like, First what are you going to do?
2: Oh, yeah.
1: No, I know.
2: Well, Monica Newhart said her brother let the family's do- four dogs out to play in the yard when he noticed an eagle flying around. As he stood there watching the bird, it swiftly flew down and grabbed Zoe, the family's 8-pound bichon frise, uh-huh. and flew yeah, away with it. Terrible. They just Good. assumed that Zoe was gone That's forever, terrible. but 2 hours <laughs> later, someone driving 4 miles away spotted something white in the road. The driver brought Zoe home with her and went on Facebook where she discovered the family's post about their dog being taken away by an eagle. The next day, <laughs> <and a> talent- <laughs> Return Zoe, to a very grateful family, and there's a picture up there for you.
1: <laughs> I like your Scooby-Doo yeah. laugh. Who's really that meth pain? head behind her? <laughs> We're looking at a picture. There's
2: a happy dog owner. Uh, I don't know. I feel
1: like if an eagle took my dog, I, I, I mean, that'd be a feather in my cap. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. That's a hell of a story. Yeah. I, and I would look at it as sort of force majeure. That's God's will. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You don't. It's get an the, American eagle. It's a national yeah. bird. Also, you so lucky. if you brought that dog back in the house, there'd be a very high likelihood that you would all perish in a house fire shortly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't meant to be. Right, right yes. Nature yes. was supposed to there win would that battle. be a final
3: destination situation. Yeah.
1: Also, what about the eagle? Imagine the ribbing it's taking back at the nest, you know, with the other eagles. Yeah. Like, well, you got beat out yeah. by a a little trouble pound with pounds uh, shih tzu. There, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I guess no salmon for you, huh? I mean, it's kind of it, it, you lost out to a lap dog. Yeah. They,
3: they leave they leave kibble on the eagle's desk at work the next day. It's like real funny guys, real funny. <laughs> That's
1: right? I just love. I love. There is there anything better than seeing that eagle come down oh. over a lake and snatch oh, something out? The talons. best is when you
5: you see an eagle pick up like a lamb and then. <laughs> Drop it to kill it and then pick it up and eat it. Oh, so, really? is that what they do? Yeah, they do that. Wait a you they think pick, of the chupacabra? They, they pick up the, they pick up the, chup- they pick up a chupacabra too. They pick up the, the eagle picks up a, a bird or a dog, p- takes them up high in the oh. air, drops it.
2: On purpose. On purpose
5: so it could die and then eats it. That's brilliant. It's
2: nice. Well done.
5: That's how we do it. That's right.
2: <laughs> you with the eagle community. Wait a minute, Max, do you guys got an eagle, you yeah, we know an eagle were, on we were, your flag too. Yeah,
5: it's eating a snake. Yeah. There it is. Kicking ass. I
1: bet you that's an American eagle. No, it's brown. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's brown. We may have you that eagle for your flag, but we'll need it back.
5: No, it's a brown flag. Yours is the America, the white one. I
1: don't hear about eagles in Mexico. Yeah, right there, there it you is. You guys like, are more chicken well, territory. On top of a cactus, like a boss. <laughs> you're like rooster. <laughs> you're kind of rooster chicken yeah. territory. We're more land of the eagle. Well, you that, know what I'm that saying? The eagle was native we to Arizona. Put the, we put yeah. the eagle
5: flag, but we were confu- People were confusing it with an Italian flag. So
1: Trump yeah, says we got to put up a net. <laughs> we gotta build a net. <laughs> build a big net. along the border. that will be a good. that
5: be a good one. A uh, big net, big eagle yeah. net. It'll catch you when we when we catapult down.
1: Do you guys yeah. have a brown eagle? We have a brown or did eagle. Did you like tag our eagle? We did. <laughs> is there a Mexican brown eagle? I have never this seen the one. Is that this called? is a new love for this. I have show. never that may seen not be Your bird could have been a coyote.
3: This is a dark day.
1: A got, pigeon, yeah, yeah. Like maybe you like gussied up a pigeon or <laughs> yeah. something. Like you know, some people have the Chrysler 300s, and they sort of they sort of look like a Rolls or a Bentley or something. They do the right rims and stuff on them, but it's really just a Chrysler 300. Yeah, they just added
2: plumage to the top of the pigeon.
1: Mm-hmm. They have a Mexican golden eagle. By the way, that's a tequila Brian. Like, is there, <laughs> is there an eagle. actual Mexican golden eagle? Yeah.
3: We're going to need hawk. to see a picture. we got to
1: find out about this. It's
3: a line of marijuana.
1: I'm not saying you guys can't use it. I'm just saying I want to look into it. <laughs> That's all.
5: You know, I would look into it too, man, because I've been to Mexico. I've never seen eagles.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in L.A. I, I don't really see eagles. Yeah, yeah, I, saw eagles. My, I saw the Rams get their ass kicked by the eagles about eagles two weeks ago. But uh, other than that. Yeah. All right, let's do one more.
2: All right. Let's find a good uh, end. All right, here we go. Uh, so, what city tips the best at restaurants? Well, according to the Zagat survey, diners in... Highest percentage, yep. I assume. Right. Do you want me to tell you? Atlanta's, you want
1: to Atlanta's out. Oh, come on. <laughs> what? The down south, they don't... Uh... Oh, yes,
3: the southern
2: thing. Okay. Okay. Makes yeah, sense. So, just eliminate the whole southeast. Yeah, I don't
1: know you guys are laughing.
2: Yes, yeah, I feel bad for you. Well, though. I'll tell you, this, this community leaves an average of a 20.3% tip on I each bill. I got to get
1: into Silicon Valley. I gotta get I into nutty say, white rich people. I was people. say
3: disposable income.
5: So Boise, I, Boise,
2: Boise. Okay, we got a Boise. <clears throat> we got a Silicon Valley.
3: Well, I should go different. I should say, I'll say Texas. I'll say Dallas, Texas.
2: Shockingly, it's Philadelphia. What of all places? Isn't that the place where they destroyed that little robot that was trying to go across the country? I mean, yeah. it's not. It's not a place you think they, they'd that's be super right. great.
1: They, they booed and threw snowballs at Santa Claus at the it's a stadium <laughs> yeah, you don't if think you bring that up <laughs> to a Philly
3: fan their defense is that was a bad Santa that was a really bad Santa like, they have a defense for that So diners, <laughs> their defense is like yeah we suck
2: <laughs> diners in Denver were next leaving an average of a 19.5% making tip making more
1: sense now
2: followed by DC mm. 19.2 mm-hmm. and Chicago and Boston at 19% FYI the national tipping average is 18.1 18 It's a, of- oh, mm-hmm. a good tip
1: yeah. So they always say what? Do between 15 and 20 or do 20 or Somewhere whatever it is. I just
5: double the service, tax. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All
1: right. I'm, uh, I'm fine with all of it. I just don't like when it's added to the... Right. Right, I hate
5: that when you go to the restaurant and say it's table of 10 tip included. Yeah. I'm like Autobots separate.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's
1: right. Everyone go to a different
2: corner.
5: Uh, We're five, cu- five couples just showed up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a weird? <laughs> you know it's a weird? <laughs> <laughs> That was Brian. That's a weird thing, too. I don't know if you guys have had this. I thought separate. You go to a nice restaurant, you, you're with like your couple or it's a couple couples, and it's a nice place, and you order nice food, and you ring up a tab. I've had this happen a lot lately where the waitress goes, Separate checks, or are we going to? And I know they're just being polite, but. Not here, not, right. not we no. We're not. It's not like awkward. we're in high school. Like, we're at Denny's, and there's a like, college
5: across the street. Why are you asking me <laughs> this? Right,
1: it's a weird. It's weird. Like I haven't done the whack up the check thing in a, oh. in a long time. People have done the. Let take my credit card and take his credit card and yeah, we're just well, putting, yeah, exactly. doing half but this getting checks Each like we have the well-to-do bill. couples at the right. nice oh, steakhouse gosh, yeah. it's kind of weird that, that moves to, to impress you like like I'm willing to do this for you I just want you to know maybe it's one last see if we can get a couple of folks. Yeah. I saw your tennis shoes on the way in and, um, <laughs> yeah you want to whack it up alright let's bring it home baby girl
2: you got it I'm Gina Grad and that's the news Gina Gina Grad
1: that was the news the with news. Gina Grad tell you guys, uh, tomorrow's show, I don't know if you guys saw that uh, 48 Hours last week where <clears throat> the guy who was up in uh, Napa Valley there did the wine and uh, shot his business partner, blah, blah, blah. Himself. That guy used to make mangria. My
3: dad called me we, oh. yesterday. Oh. We I saw your borcarola.
1: We've been to his winery. Uh, we have a exclusive footage of uh Mike screaming at that guy on the phone and <gasps> that guy screaming. Over the edge. that He's been here. He's he's also screaming at Mike, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> oh Jesus. my god. Yeah, and turned out he you was could, capable of killing his partner. He did kill his partner. You could
3: see the fear in Mike's Oh wait, no, he had no change of expression. Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: But uh we'll break down all that game film wow. because it's wow. crazy. Wow. Some oh, one episode. of us could have been shot because that guy was a cold blooded killer who ripped off everybody and then when he ripped you off if you asked for your money back he might and did execute Jesus. you
2: oh my god and Dang we up. were
1: hanging out with him asking for our money back at some good thing And ask you to, uh, yeah. yeah yeah so we will Parsley. uh Whew. yeah so, it's not just the uh, mean streets of Boyle Heights. This stuff goes on on the, uh, the, the bad lands nils. of Napa, Napa and Sonoma, oh, that's and right. wine country as Youngville,
5: well. Mm-hmm. James ain't safe. <laughs> <they?
1: laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're from fortified wine country, but these guys are just from wine country. Geico, baby. Everyone will do that tomorrow. Everyone's got the uh, to do list. How about you add, save hundreds of dollars to your car insurance at Geico, man? Just go to geico.com, 15 minutes. You could be saving 15% or more on your auto insurance, take that extra money, put it in your pocket, and <laughs> save. So go to geico.com. 15 minutes. You could be saving 15% or more on your auto insurance at Geico. All right. Let's see. You can uh, go get some buck slips at the store. We got the blue ones for business and uh, the white ones for uh, all the great ideas that uh, you may have. Felipe Esparza, everybody. Very funny. What's up, fool? Very funny, very funny. Please uh, check out
5: my podcast, What's Up Fool Podcast.
1: Oh, really? I did not know that.
5: Yes, I've I've had it for about
1: three years now. So it's a new one. Um, (laughs) HBO Go is where you can go and uh, check it out. The uh, very, very funny uh, stand-up special. And you can
5: buy it on vinyl, too. It's on vinyl. Physically oh, on vinyl? Fun. Yes, or, I made a vinyl.
1: I love Hi. that. You can get that at Felipe's uh, World And then live shows coming up. Go to his website, Felipe's World dot And uh, R.J. Bell and everyone else. Until next time, it's Adam Carolla for Felipe Esparza. R.J. Bell, Gina Grant, Bob Ryan say, mahalo. Your
5: mother's so old, her nipples look like saladitos.
0: Follow the Adam Carolla Show on Twitter at Adam Corolla Show. Follow the Ace Man on the Twitter at Adam Corolla. Leave us a voicemail. Hey, I got the number this time. 888 634 1744. Then subscribe to Take an E. Get a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Click the link at adamcarolla.com for tickets and info on everything we're doing over here. Go to adamcarolla.com.